believe that because Come there's on. a lot of records that she's put out that I've seen men a dancing lot? the hell out of. Wait, and straight, straight men too. What? Yes. What you you seen straight men dance to Beyonce? Yes, I have. <laughs> I definitely have because she's put out some records that I believe are for straight men that doesn't have Jay Z on it. Name one. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Wait. Let's say. Let's say this for the podcast. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Let me look at my uh, my right. title playlist here. Because yeah. I, I can't. I, th- a one up top. Like I, everything is love. Had a few songs, but that, those are with Jay Z, so I don't count them. But yeah, <laughs> you, you got to tell me what those count are. That. <laughs> can't count that one because that's a whole <laughs> album of <laughs> them together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did see somebody uh, who usually have a good music taste said her her album was gross, and I was kind of oh, inter- wow. I was interested in that <laughs> term <laughs> gross. I mean, it's one thing to say trash or the bad. thick song was kind of gross. We gotta talk about that. Yeah. That, was, that was a little little too much. Yeah, I got Beyonce gross? forty years. Beyonce forty. The <laughs> thick song was too much. Beyonce forty years old talking about dick. Make a whole song about dick. Excuse we'll talk me. <laughs> Excuse me. I am. I'll be thirty-seven in a month. Okay. I will talk about thick dick all day. I do not care. But you're not married Daisy with kids. Daisy is putting it down on her. She's gonna talk about it out loud. But you're not married with kids. Okay. It is it, different. That mean? It, it, she acting no. like she out here getting random dick from dudes. Like, come on, man. She this was like, no, she's not. It, it, but it would still, be a, this is for other women that are that may be out there for the streets. Yeah, it's not like a sweetie song. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we gotta stop putting these limits on women and how old they are married with kids, single, whatever, with kids that they can't do certain things just because they're a certain age. That's not right. You can't say that. So you, you don't you don't think you don't think uh with certain advances in life comes a certain level of maturity? Yes, you can so you're trying to say that thick is not a mature song just because she's married with kids and she's 40 years old? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy to me. No. <laughs> like why? Jay Jay Z can't make a song sound like Lil Baby talking about still being in the trap selling drugs and shit like there's certain things when we know you ain't living that kind of life it sounds kind of silly coming out of your mouth he can't make that music anymore because he's at a different statue in his life exactly yes. and so with beyonce right he right but beyonce beyonce is married getting dick on a regular basis how, how do you <laughs> of course know you don't think about it <laughs> jay-z jay-z what 55 years old at this point I mean, he probably, he might be able to pop a pill. I don't know, but come on now. Come on. They're both now. vegan, so he definitely got a lot of energy, and they work out together. No, okay. Have okay. you watched the Homecoming documentary? No, I haven't seen the Homecoming documentary. That, that says a lot right there. <laughs> he was right there beside her working out during the documentary. She even said that he helps her stretch her out, stretch her out during, after she had her twins no, okay. on a regular basis. They work out together. He's vegan. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has energy. I, I've heard vegan people that are vegans, they have a lot of energy to do a lot of stuff. They go a lot longer than popping pills. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, you can I'll look take at your word on that. On. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, if you saw them at the Rock Nation brunch together, that last photo they had before the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. the way they stand together, the way they look together, they fucking on a regular basis. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't Even know. when I, she I, put out the <laughs> This Is a Dream documentary, she sat there on her videos. This is when she started documenting herself. Mm-hmm. It was on HBO. 
she put it up there. She was on the video. She was looking at it. She was talking to people. And she was like, let me go make love to my husband. And left and went and make love to her husband. During a documentary? For her she documentary. Not for Homecoming. Not over. that concert video. It's the one before. The one she put out way back. Um, I want to say, I think she was either, I think she was making four at the time. Mm-hmm. This was after she had Blue. Or before, no, she put it out before she had Blue. And she stopped the and documentary she made she said those I titles, to sex with Jay-Z. She said that she said, let me go make love to my husband. <laughs> exactly what she said. Jay-Z probably in the room like, oh, not this bitch again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you you guys are, you're wild. Um, but she she definitely does. She definitely goes and they have All, all I'm saying is it sounded like something Sweetie would have made today. It didn't sound like a, a a Beyonce song to me. It sounded a little pandering. Now, now would if you, I do say now, so myself? Now, would you would have respected if Sweetie made it? If it, let's say Sweetie came no, out with I this mean, song, would you be would you be as mad or disgusted, or you'd just be like, "Hey, no," Sweetie. because that's that's the type of music she makes. Like okay. that's really all the type of music she makes. So I wouldn't be surprised. Plus, that's her age demographic. You know, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Like that's the type of music she's been making this whole time. But for Beyonce to so make you that kind of song, it seems a little forced. Is all I'm saying. It seems like so what I got to tell- keep up with these new girls who just sing about dick all day. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that you never listened to self-titled through and through, because uh, literally that, when self-titled dropped, that was what ten years ago. What, self-titled dropped. Yeah, it's about about that was about almost ten, 10, yeah, years, about 10 old. years ago. Still, you was ten years old. No, that was like that was almost ten years ago. Oh, but still, you—that means you haven't listened to that album either, because that song, those songs on "Drunken Love," when she sings about "I've been drinking watermelon," what you think she's talking about? Rocket, number let one, me number my, one, number one. <laughs> no, know, that, that no, was a lot no. more subtle than what she was talking about on "Thick." No, okay? it was. It was "Drunken Love." And number two, "Drunken Love" through and through. Surfboard. Surfboard riding on the dick. Yeah, okay. okay. Riding on the dick is surfboard. Okay, drunken love. Partition. I'm not saying she hasn't made sexual. Look, Janet, she's no, doing no, a Janet. You... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Janet, Janet Jackson has <laughs> right. done this type of thing too, by the way. She went through her grown exactly. and sexy, but she grew up. Like you, you, ten years removed, making the same kind of records or worse, just trying to keep up with the current thing going on in female hip hop and rap and R and B, which is just a thing about fucking. You don't think it's kind of forced? No, because number one, after Self Title came out, Lemonade came out, which was about her and Jay Z's relationship, but it was a very grown up record for the point that she won Peabody. She won a Peabody Award for that. Okay, that was a very grown-up record overall. Mm -hmm. So you can't say that. To this, with this, with Renaissance, this is more of an old of dance music for people to get back to what we have been away from for so long. When you listen to all the music that is out, it's sad. It's drug-fueled. It's about breakups 24-7. Same old Bobby Rumix. Hypersexual all the time. Yes. Yeah. It is hypersexual. But if you listen to dance music, even with the Summer Renaissance song, which is the last song on the record, it samples Donna Summer heavily, who made a lot of sexual records in the 70s when she was big and when she was really, really hot. Come How on. old was Donna it, Summer when she made them records? 
Was she, she was 40, in her thirties at least. Kids. Oh my! God. If you really stuck on that, Ryan. <laughs> I'm you really playing. stuck I'm on that. I'm just messing with you. I'm just with you. Hey, let's get let's get the yeah. podcast. Right? Yeah, we let's go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you already started. We sitting up here uh, talking oh, about we, it. I done we, lost all that. We rolling. No, just been recording. No, we rolling. We rolling. <laughs> we just about to go <laughs> live to the world now. We about to be live on Twitch. Oh yeah, we yeah, about to yeah. Be live. Gotta get the streamers up in yeah, here. Yeah, we about to be live on Twitter. We are about to be live on YouTube. So yeah. So you qualify. Say her. We vibing, we vibing man. man. You're my girl. 
man, I fuck a lot of bitches, man. True, made a lot I couldn't let my hip hop hot fans down. Made a lot of enemies. True. Shout out to Killer Cam. This shit all over again. Only real niggas know about this one. Do your life over again? Get it, that's the chair. Never gets a pair. If you knew my life, you might shed a tear. Weird. From the fucked up scars to the tough luck bar. The cousin of Frank Chapter in a crushed up car. I hear who I be from the plural IVs. Capisce, a few cash tried to mirrorize me. Cause I drive a fresh Benz and collect But I lost brothers and best friends. We're like, we all brothers. But we all speak and ain't nobody budging. Cause we all stubborn. Yeah, we let the hate rise. Give each other fake files. Look back for ripple. Give each other snake eyes. True and all secrets. You two poor people. Guess they right. Many years to do the ball heat. A nigga fun on them. No, I'm trigger to them. I don't know, dig. It's just the type of nigga I am. I live my life with thugs. I live my life with drugs. Fuck everybody else. I live my life with so Lexus, Muffin, I got to keep tree near Cause blood's supposed to be here What up, what up, Twitch world? What up, YouTube world? What up, podcast world? What up? We back at it. We had to bring in a special guest. Um, we had to really think about it for a second because our other female guests really weren't fans of Beyonce, and we had to bring a Beyonce <laughs> fan in. Jules hates Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> that was just one of the funniest She's a hater, then. <laughs> Jules hates Beyonce, and I don't think she gives a shit. But so we They're had to bring then. in. Yeah, I guess so. I be, we have a certified member of the Beehive here. Yes. We had to bring her in. We had to bring a Beehive first general in to talk about this Beyonce first album. general? I wouldn't go that yes. far. Okay, you a corporal. Okay, I don't, I don't know the military ranks, but you somewhere high rank. You the lieutenant. Listen, but I want to know the fact that the two girls that are usually on this podcast, they're from Houston, right? Yes. How you not gonna show H Town love to Beyonce then? Cause so, third not, ward Beyonce, <laughs> y'all some hate. How, how Houston gonna hate on their own superstar? Number one, they are outliers. I don't think a lot most people yeah. in Houston dislike Beyonce. Uh, Jules is more of a hipster type of girl. That's the yeah, thing. She don't she, like mainstream music. Period. Yeah. Usually, she she likes so. she she likes Rihanna over Beyonce, and she yeah. feel like Rihanna will wash Beyonce any day. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she she, th- she thinks Brown, Brown is bigger than Beyonce. Yeah, which is pretty funny. Yeah, but. shout out to the Navy. <laughs> I guess they're pretty side by side, though. When you think about it, did Rihanna skyrocket faster than Beyonce did to her superstardom? Absolutely. I mean, because Rihanna didn't have to go through a group first of multiple changes before she became a superstar. But they're pretty side by side, I would say. I would not say one is better than the other. Uh, Rihanna definitely has changed her music over the years, as the same as Beyonce has, Ryan. 
yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Beyonce been mixing it up. I'll give you that. She's lately, she has been. It might be Rihanna influence. I don't know, but she has been mixing up a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, Rihanna I give you that. Influence? Influence? Yeah, you know, she had to take a little from people who were starting to wash her. So, but I respect the hustle. I respect it. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to let you keep talking, throwing yourself into a grave. I hope the beehive comes for your ass. They, they busy no on Khalees, okay? They got their own yeah. problems. They ain't worried about Khalees was definitely right wrong here. for that. Well, we going to talk about that in a second. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to let you host. I'll let you host. Okay? Let's introduce gonna get our guests. Yeah. Around the album. We don't forget about the album. We're going to talk about the controversy around Khalees and all that. But first, we got to bring on our good friend. Ain't talked to her in a minute. And she's doing well out in Albuquerque doing a radio thing. Like I said, Lieutenant of the Beehive over here. <laughs> Gonna break down this Beyonce album with us. The uh, marvelous Jay Bell joins us. Yeah. So, thank you, Jay Bell. Thank you, Jay Bell. I'm watching you for that one, okay? <laughs> I'm not the lieutenant of anything. There ain't nothing wrong being the lieutenant of the Beehive, okay? <laughs> Did you get the physical of the Beyonce album? Did you get the, uh, the, the pre-order package with all the stuff in it? The mystery no. box that nobody knew what it was even in it? I'm a fan of Beyonce, but I ain't about to buy all that now. No, <laughs> I, you ain't a real fan then. I'm a fan. I'm a fan enough. I watched it since the first, very first album with Destiny's Child, 1998, self-titled. Oh, wow. And I played that junk out, and every time. Any of their singles played on BET, especially when I was out of school. I was up there dancing, singing, turning up the radio, <laughs> listening to it. I had the majority of their albums physically until I got to college and I had to buy the stuff on my own that I, okay. I bootlegged it. Oh, no. You stole from Beyonce. Damn. Listen, and that's back when record sales really mattered. Okay. I was a, yeah. a college student. Okay. You couldn't afford 999 on Tuesday. No, I could not. Come on now. They stopped doing the 12 CDs for one cents on Columbia House. So yeah, I, I miss <laughs> those days. Something. Right. I miss those yeah. days. Stop playing with me, Ryan. I know. Ryan. Actually, yeah, I, I do miss a new release Tuesdays, man. I hate everything dropping on a Friday. I think it's kind of weak now, but whatever. That's just the state of the world today and streaming and whatnot. At least we got the streaming apps and all that shit, so it's all good. But anyway, first up, Jay Bell, let's get in check with you first. How you been? How you holding up? How have you been um, this past few months since we talked to you? And how do you feel? Do you feel more empowered with the new uh, Beyonce album being out right now? Well, I'm good. Everything is great. That's good. I'm surviving. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you asked a lot of questions within that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love the Beyonce album. I was listening to it like everybody else last night. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I, when I say, I wouldn't say, I feel like it, it, it'll be behind Lemonade because Lemonade is a masterpiece. Like, I don't care what nobody's saying. When she put that album out, she made a masterpiece. That, that is her best body of work to me. She's not that number one. That's her greatest Renaissance album? Is, to me. Okay. To me. Mm, that's strong. Okay. To me. That's, that's, I love her album because I relate to it. I loved it. She was raw and pure on it. And I'm not saying she wasn't on Renaissance because she definitely was on Renaissance. I mean, you can tell she's preserved her voice over the years because she still sounds the same. Like, she sounds good. You can tell, like, a lot of it was not studio because, you know, she layers her own vocal, her background vocals herself. Mm. So this album was a different turn for her, which I like. 
because we couldn't expect the same old thing. She could have went back and did something like the other R&B artists are doing. And honestly, you can't even put Beyonce in a in a genre. Truthfully, when you think about it, because she's done everything. She's done country. She's done dance because she did dance country. on self-title. Yeah. Daddy lessons. She got. Yeah, that's a country song. Okay, so Nelly song. done country then too, right? He a country artist. One, Nelly, one song means you done country. I said she's done country music, and she was on the ACMs. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm just asking or questions. CMAs. Okay. The CMAs. Okay, okay. This is CMAs, what she was on CMAs. Right. Yeah. Um. She. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to Lemonade, Lemonade has a little bit of country in the background too. Um. But no, Renaissance is really good. It's a. It's very house dance music. And it, I feel like it's really for the whole community. But for some straight men, it's not going to be for them because they're going to feel uncomfortable in their skin when they listen to this. But the transitions in the records, pure gold. Because you're sitting there thinking that you're still listening to the same song and you go check the, the list where it's at. It's already on the next song. Really great record, especially Cuff It. Cuff It is a really good record. Um... Just the, the vibe of the whole song is awesome. I love Plastic Off the Sofa and the transition into Virgo's groove. Really, to me, like the second half of her album really picks up. Like, I like the first half, but after Cuff It, it really starts to pick up and it really starts to get good. The transitions and everything are seamless. Her voice sounds so good and she uses her lower register a lot. Like, I, I would say the number one song on that album for me that was really, really good um it's really plastic off the sofa the runs on the end of virgo's groove though makes it a very close tie and i will say that alone um it's it's yeah i was hypnotized like i started listening to it um when i listened to it last night of course and then today when i was getting ready for work i listened to it again sitting in the starbucks line getting my coffee goes to the last song it's already over <laughs> That's how I was feeling. Really? Both times that I listened to it, I was like, oh, my God. Why is it already over? And another good one, too, is the pure honey. And really going into the honey part of the that song is is really good. So overall, to me, I would give this I would give this record a 9.5 out of 10. OK, OK. That sounds like so it's what, what keeps it from being a 10 in particular, just not being as good as Lemonade in general or. Any weak what, points that you what, thought in the album? What were some bad things about this album, if you can find it? I don't think there's any bad things about it, particularly. Honestly, I just feel like the half a point. Let me take. Let me put it like this. I understand she's trying to do a house dance album because she wants us to dance again. Mm-hmm. But I was looking for that strong ballad from her. Mm. Which obviously that this was not supposed to be that. So that half a point, that's for me. Because whenever she does a ballad on the record, on her albums, oh my God. Because her voice is so strong. People talk talk shit about her and her singing, saying she can't sing. But she sings better than most of most people out here. Older and younger. Uh, clearly, because R&B been in the bad spaces that damn verses. Oh, yeah. so I feel like a lot of people been exposed. So, um, yeah, I feel like she still, I feel like she could sing. I never understood people that said she can't sing. I feel like she can sing. I've like heard she her sing. sing. 
Yeah, like I've heard her sing live. Like I went to her Mrs. Carter World Tour when she came back twice. She came around the second time in Las Vegas years back. This is when she hadn't even released four yet. Or did she? No, she didn't release four yet. Um, no, she did release four. I'm sorry. Four was out. She just didn't do an actual tour for it. She just did her best of at that time. And she did an hour of medleys. But you would not have known the difference. She sounds like the record. Every record she puts out, she sounds just like it. So, to, yeah, she did really good on this. I'm just ready to hear the two other parts of the two other acts that are supposed to come out. Because I'm like, what are we expecting next on those? It's not going to be the same sound. We know yeah. that already. Yeah. I was I was talking to probably a bigger fan than uh, Beyonce than you, uh, our guy Leroy Cook, who's who's <laughs> a talented artist and he works with us. He um he felt like the next album or albums gonna have some country. You brought up country music, how she you know yeah. she did the country song. He said he really yeah. he he's really for sure that she probably gonna dip into some country music at some point. Oh yeah. So I would yeah. I, I mean I would be you, really shocked. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> no, I was saying I, I would because really, even when yeah go ahead. yeah I mean, I'm sorry if you really think about it though because if you listen to self titled she has a couple of dance house music records on there she has haunted and ghosts so she had already dabbled in to that world and mm -hmm. with lemonade she did daddy lessons um let me see i'm gonna put a bit of it and even rock i think she's gonna touch in the rock too because you think about six inch on lemonade you think about um don't hurt yourself which is kind of like a rock r&b record she's gonna tap into those areas so she's done a lot she's gonna do different things with these next two records and I would not be surprised because she hasn't released a video yet or any like short films like she's done with the last couple of records, like last couple of albums. I would not be surprised if she accumulates or accumulates whatever the word you want to say, combines. There we go. Combines all three together into one big film of all of those I, records. I can see that. I, she did it with the gift. Yeah. yeah. I, I can see that being some type of Netflix special. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Well, she still has the deal on the table with Netflix, too. She's supposed to do, like, a three-project thing with them or something like that. So she did Homecoming. She still has two more projects to do. Mm, okay. Hmm. So, yeah, it could be part of it. Yeah, I, I would assume she's going to mix up the sound for the next two albums whenever they come out. Um, I, and I would assume there's going to be one more dropping before the end of the year, at least. I don't know if she'll drop all three in one year. But I would no, assume she, she's going to drop at least another project before the year ends. That's just my wild guess. But yeah, mm -hmm. this one is pretty much all a dance album. Um, I think everybody was kind of expecting it after that uh, Break My Soul song. Um, interesting, interesting uh, avenue. I, I, we, we talked about the Drake thing and how was he biting her or was what was going on there? Because they both dropped these dance albums so close to each other. But uh, yeah, I think for what it is, the album's solid. I do like Virgo's Groove a lot. That's probably my favorite song on it. I also like some of the samples. I like the uh, the Princess Loco sample of the Tommy Wright the Third song on the first track. I thought that was fire because not everybody knows about Tommy Wright the Third man. It's like he's one of those dudes who was like around that three six Memphis Tennessee oh. time, and he dropped okay. a lot of stuff that sounded like them. 
he also had beef with Bone Thugs because he thought that they was biting off of him. Yeah, it was a, a whole saga behind that. <laughs> but uh, wow. yeah. not everybody's hip to Tommy Wright the Third and his music. So I like the fact that he put her that sample on there. I, I, she died a few years ago too. I think he uh, admitted a few a while back. So yeah. yeah, it was good for her to put that music out there because not everybody's too hip on that. I, I did enjoy that. I thought the beat could have been better for that song with the sample, but she she did her thing, though. Um, the so one thing I will say about that... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. What no, about no, no. it? I, I was going to say, I the only thing... And you go. <laughs> <laughs> y'all not going to invite me back because I keep cutting y'all off. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. The only thing I would say about... Because the, the record you're talking about is I'm That Girl. Mm-hmm. It was too short. Yeah. That's it for me. It was too short. Like, I'd rather it had been a little bit longer, but I mean, because it was kind of like an intro groove to me mm-hmm. versus an actual song. That was it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, yeah. Ryan. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to add to that song, too, because I thought the song was okay. I I feel like she was trying to make a statement. I know it's a short song, but I felt like she was trying to make a statement there. And all throughout this album, I, I get to it eventually, but. It seemed like she trying to set herself up there, man. <laughs> and I know we've been talking about it for a few years on, you know, is she better than Mike or is she not better than Mike? I feel like she trying to, I, I feel like she trying to put herself right here now, man. She trying to call herself the GOAT. You know, she, she said, I'm that girl. And um, yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. To, to start the album off like that, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I think she kind of pussied out of, of calling it on that bitch. Because I feel like that's stronger. <laughs> it makes more sense. But I felt like she got scared and didn't want to call it that. Because maybe <laughs> she didn't want the language on there or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think she she could, she should have called it on that bitch. She shouldn't have, she shouldn't have went with on that girl. That just sounds kind of <laughs> kids bobbish. But whatever. You know she don't like she don't like to curse around her mama. You know Miss Tina. She cussed a lot in this album. Let's let's she be. Did. She cussed yeah. a lot in this album. Yeah. I, I think so. Miss Tina then got over it. She definitely she cursed <laughs> all throughout it. I was like Beyonce. Yeah. Nah. She, she even got said, she got a little rough with it. I'm that true. Somebody said I'm that true. <laughs> Come on now. She even said nigga on the album. And I was like, yeah. oh lord. Yeah. Yeah. Not nigga. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> I was, but back to your comment, um, Figgy Fig, about the greatest performance stuff. Like, she's up there with Michael, but nobody will ever be better than Michael. If you want to put the best entertainers of all time on a list together, and people probably going to disagree with me on this. I don't care. You know, like, it would be Michael Jackson, number one. Behind him would be Janet, because people keep leaving Janet off these lists. Janet would be number two. And then it would be Beyonce. Mm. And if you had to add a fourth person in his heyday, like I, I love Chris Brown, but Chris Brown got too many yes men around Wait, him. Wait, say your list again. You had Michael Jackson, number one. Who was Michael Jackson, two? Janet. Okay, let's talk about that. I think you're missing somebody. <laughs> Prince. You, you put Prince uh, behind Janet Jackson. Prince is uh, really Prince and Michael. Then we'll we'll tie Prince and Michael. <laughs> okay, that's cheating, but okay. <laughs> we'll tie them because th- this is my list. This is my list. Okay, okay, okay. I, I respect the. I, I, okay, 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 okay. 
But I'm glad you brought him up but, but because Prince beyond above behind Beyonce is crazy. Don't don't yeah. say no. Oh no 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 no. That's why I said this is my okay. list. Okay okay. At J Bell That's why I said on, this is my list. At J Bell on air on Twitter. <laughs> Make sure y'all let don't her be, know. Don't don't be at me because I I attack back. I attack back. <laughs> I may okay, be so a, I may be a public ahead. persona, but I will attack back. Okay. Yeah, um, be but I'm glad you did bring. So okay, so then I'll I'll change it, Ryan, since you want to call me out and shit. <laughs> Michael, Prince, Janet, because Janet's staying on my damn list. Okay. And then Chris Chris Brown is a far fourth. I feel okay. like we're missing a whole Chris lot Brown. before we get to Chris Brown. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know well, Chris Brown's top okay, up performers. So then, you would put print, uh, Chris Brown ahead of James Brown? Can, can like, you do your own list then, Ryan? Because you keep saying, trying to change Chris my Brown's list. Chris Brown, number four of all time To me. He's a great performer. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't say James Brown was a bad performer. I said, this is my list. <laughs> Let me tell I'm, you something. I'm just saying. This is my list. <laughs> Taylor Bell, yes, number four. Number that's four, boy, Taylor Bell. Shout out to Tab. <laughs> I don't care who's your boy. Don't be questioning my list. <laughs> this is, Come on. Okay, okay. Chris James Brown, number Brown four is up all there. time. Okay. You know what, Ryan? Hey, all all he had to do was do a backflip to yeah, March Madness, and suddenly that skyrocketed him up to number four all first, time. That wait, wait, hold on. Up. First of all, hold on, pause, pause, because I ain't never seen him perform on March Madness in my damn life. I, I don't know, know you've nothing seen about that. Backflip that. clip. That's the one thing I've people, the back, whenever they talk about his performances, not, oh, Michael never oh did this. God. He did a backflip that, to March Madness. Can I get my words out? Go that, ahead, I don't go care ahead. about. Explain, explain yes. yourself. That's an awesome backflip, but that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's not the reason why I put him on my list. Okay. Well, Holly Rachel Worshipper, you find your own, you find your own list, okay? (laughs) Rick James is on the list too. Can can I have my list the way I wanted to? Y'all not gonna change my list. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting very offended. Y'all are attacking me for my list. Everybody got their own opinion. Yeah, share your list and then yeah, okay. Okay, Chris Brown is on my list for me because that motherfucker can dance. Okay, and then before he started doing all the drugs and all the extra stuff, he could sing his ass off too. Okay, he can still sing a little bit, but not as strong as he used to. That's reason why he's on my list. Yes, Rick James, Prince, James Brown, all great performers, which comes from, you know, not comes from, but they have inspired people like Usher Chris Brown, Michael Jackson. Usher's another one okay. too. You put okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stop Chris out of the list. I'm gonna stop Chris out of the list. My you know bad. what? No, but I'm, I'll, I'm I'll gonna take stop. That. I'm gonna stop. No, 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 no. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. So I'll push Chris down for Usher. Okay. Because Usher is a way better performer and singer, and his voice is still intact. Yes. Yeah. So I will put him on the list. And actually, I would put him number what's that? What did I say? Michael Jackson, Prince, Janet. Mm-hmm. Usher than Beyonce. Okay. This will okay. be number six. Moving, move, steadily moving down. Yeah. He might be at the top ten by the time this podcast is over. <laughs> he ain't gonna be on. He ain't gonna be number ten. Nothing, because y'all ain't about to bully me to change my list no more. <laughs> That's the end. I just Next assumed question. you forgot people. Okay. <laughs> I well, didn't you know, know what you I did. I did. I did. No, 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 no. I did forget people, but you got to think about it too. Like. 
you say of all time, but not of my time. Yeah, you get what yeah. I'm saying, like. But Michael James, Jackson was James barely Browns. your time too. Let's be it's, real. If you don't put him number one, he, I feel. I feel like. Have you not seen his concert videos? Yeah, I feel like Michael Jackson. I feel like Michael Jackson is con. Even though he was in the eighties, nine, you know, uh, early nineties, and all. He was that in stuff, the early nineties. Definitely early nineties. I'm a nineties kid. I feel like I still grew up with Michael Jackson. I ain't go to no concerts, obviously, but I still feel like he was part of my life, heavy. Exactly. Yeah. Like James Brown, Rick, Rick James, like they weren't a part of my my life. Like I listened to them because of my parents, so it would be of their time, but not of my time. Michael Jackson, yes, he hit it big singly. Like as you know, his first album Off the Wall came out, and then Thriller hit big. But I didn't really learn about Michael Jackson until the nineties. In the yeah. sense of like his solo career, what we remember the time VH1 used to play the hell out of Moonwalker. Okay, they used to play the hell out of Remember the Time, Thriller, all those. And that's how I learned about the way that. <laughs> you talking about Jasmine, our other co-host. Gonna, yeah. She's a oh. big Chris Brown yeah. fan. Yeah, she would put Chris yeah. Brown in oh. one. We would be dead oh, right well, now. Oh, y'all need to attack Jazz. You attacking me <laughs> oh, we, about we, my we do. We do. Man, go, go to the archives, okay? <laughs> we actually had to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, we actually had to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, we had to tone it down a little bit. As long as y'all got her, too, because y'all ain't about nah, to come for me and bully me. Nah, we um, used to go. We went at it. We we definitely, yeah, she, she, she got her share, okay? So it's not just you. <laughs> okay okay but yeah i i i grew up on michael jackson in the 90s you know what i'm saying like even with janet when you think about janet janet was out in the early 80s mm -hmm. but control dropped in 86 was it 86 yeah 86 and then her videos though when vh1 was just playing music videos is how us 90s kids yeah, really got into her you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so they, they, are, they, they are on your yeah they are on your time. So I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. So that's why that's why like Rick James and James Brown wouldn't necessarily be on my list. Now I respect them as performers and as artists because if they didn't come out and did the music that they did in the seventies and eighties, we wouldn't have the artists that we had. We wouldn't have a Beyonce. We wouldn't have a Prince. We wouldn't yeah. have an Usher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. There, there's, there's influence, heavily influence in it. And that's what I was going to come to say, too, because I'm glad you brought up Prince. Um, I heard a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of, heavy Prince influence on Pure Honey, on Renaissance. Okay. Heavy Prince influence. And even, like, somebody said on Twitter that if Prince was alive today, they would be really happy with what Beyonce did with this album. No. They would be proud of her. He would be proud of her. You I, I, I'm sorry. I hate when people say that. Okay, I'm sorry. I like. I know well, the intentions I mean, are good, but we don't know what Prince would have thought. Okay, that's I hate true when too. people say that. I hate because that's like kind of cloud chasey <laughs> to say. Oh, Prince would have loved this. You don't know what Prince would have liked. I feel like he liked things that's we true. didn't like, and I think you know, depending on the stage of his life, he might have thought this album was a little too raunchy, like way too raunchy. Especially him being his old Jehovah's Witnesses type bag. So, like, we don't know what Prince would have thought. I hate when they say that. Oh, yeah. it kind of sounds like Prince. Prince would have loved this. You don't know what Prince would have liked, man. I'm sorry. That just annoys me. I know. I don't blame you for that. I'm just saying it annoys when people will say, oh, if someone was alive, they would love this. You don't, you don't know that. 
you don't know that. Prin- Prin- I'm, I'm making this face because I'm like, when was Prince of Jehovah Witness? Not with Kiss and Adore You and uh that I was after darling you don't Nikki. Know, you don't you ain't up on your Prince Lord. This is why you don't have, you don't have him in your list because you're not a Prince fan, okay? Prince <laughs> went through certain stages in his life where he was very religious and did not perform any of his old music. Okay, he went Jehovah's Witness and he basically denounced every sexual thing he had done on records. He wouldn't play mm. them or anything. It was actually a big deal that he did Purple Rain and all that at the Super Bowl performance because he hadn't performed that shit in a long time. So, mm. but yeah, he, he had been through stages where he was super religious and just wasn't on that type of time at all. So, yeah, but that, that, that was a you know. time. But. Yeah. What was it? The more you know. Yeah, the rainbow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm not. I'm not judging it or anything like that because I was just like, I'm surprised by that. But I do like the only thing I remember with Prince is that he put that, you know, put the sign on his face because he mm-hmm. no longer wanted to be called Prince. And I do remember he went through a period of like he went left with his music, and I was yeah. just like, yeah, no, I I can't listen to this anymore. Like I I just tuned him out. Like his early mm-hmm. stuff. I can play the hell out of after the nineties. I was just like, Nope. Mm-mm. No, he was very experimental in his music. I, I respected that about him. I did. I wasn't a big fan of his later music either, but I respected the fact that he was all experimental with the stuff. So yeah, which but is I what Beyonce did with this record. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I totally understand. And I respect it. And it's the same thing that Beyonce did with Renaissance. She has, you know, experimented with different sounds, um, different things that she wanted to do with this record. And if really, if you look at her catalog overall, not her stuff with Destiny's Child, just her singular stuff, she has experimented so many times over the years with every album that she's put out. So you can't, for people that say she hasn't grown as an artist or she hasn't done this as an artist, they're wrong. Go back and listen to Dangerously in Love and then listen to every song that she's put out from her her catalog alone, her albums alone, and you'll hear a huge growth, like definitely growth in her singing, her voice, period. Because you listen to her early stuff, she doesn't sing the same way. She doesn't sound the same. One thing I would love to see, like hear her sing now as a 40-year-old woman with the voice that she has is Be With You or Speechless from Dangerously in Love or even Dangerously in Love. Because when you listen to her sing it on the Beyonce Experience Tour, her voice then and her voice now, totally different. Mm. Even when she sings Resentment live, different. She's growing a lot. Yeah. So let me ask you, that. Uh, well, I know she got the uh, two other albums coming soon, but um, I... I've, I feel like she, I I kind of want her like I thought she's she she did kind of a dance album with this album but I kind of want to get get her into her like real singing bad like a Nadell type thing where she could just let it, let it loose kind of uh I don't even know what you call that genre uh, what what Adele do but if she can kind of do something like that do you think she um uh, she would possibly do something like that or just whatever's hot She's already done it Listen to the first half of I Am. I Am Sasha Fierce. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about like right Yeah, I'm talking about like right now, though. I'm, t- I'm talking you think she's she- already, but she's already done it. Like, you, you're not going to hear her do something twice. 
She might experiment I in debt. I feel Can I get it out? Oh, yeah, go, I got go you. ahead. Go I got ahead. you. Okay, she might dib and dab in repeating something again, but she's not going to full out do it. Like, Adele is Adele. Like, you're not going to hear Adele do a Beyonce record. It's, it's going to sound weird. It's going to sound crazy. Beyonce does have the voice to do it, but there's already a space for that person there, which, by the way, I'm still hot at the fact that Adele won Album of the Year over Lemonade. I don't hey, think that on. was a huge travesty. I, th- I, th- I do, because that album was. I, I think it, it was. It definitely I think deserved Beck, it. I think Beck winning over Beyonce was worse. That was, te- that was terrible. Yeah. And Adele, like, come on, Adele Ade- put out Ade- both of them. That that album. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that that Adele album. I'm not a Adele fan at all. I think she's a little boring. <laughs> but um, that album went. That album went crazy, man. I think she released that album in December. Or uh, November, November or December, and it outsold everybody. Are you talking about her last album? No, not the last album, but the album that won over Lemonade. Oh, 25, 25 yeah. is what it's called. That out, al- yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> that album had uh, it had a lot of stuff on there. So I think Beyonce, if Beyonce, oh, yeah, I like that album. If Beyonce would have put that album out a year later, I think no question, I think she would have won. But that Adele album was strong, man, and I'm not even an Adele fan. I'm not- Right, I'm not an Adele fan either. I'm not saying she makes bad music. Adele really does make great music, especially um, her last album, 31, was really good. I listened to some of it. It was really, really good. Um, I'm just saying that that space is hell for Adele. You, you, like She sings those strong ballads. That's her thing. That's what she's been doing since the beginning of her career. If you listen yeah. to 21 and then 25, and now she did 30, it's th- it's, the last one is called 30. Yeah. She has a, she has a formula. She yeah. has something that that is not broken, so she's not gonna change it up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying she's challenged. She has. She's not challenging herself as an artist, but she does what works for her. Yeah. And if, I think that if she was to switch it up like that, if Adele was to switch it up the way Beyonce switches up her music, people would definitely judge and probably talk a lot of shit. Like Beyonce can do what she can do or what she's been doing because of the fact that. She's just Beyonce. Like what? What people ain't gonna tell her no? Exactly. Yeah. She's her own boss. Like she literally yeah. has her own record label that she signed to herself. I mean, she is distributed, but from Columbia, but she's not directly signed to them anymore. So, so, so she definitely puts her own money into all of her projects. Even Black is King, she paid for that out of her pocket. Her last tour. It. Was that that was a the Lion King album, wasn't it? The GIF? Wasn't that what that yes. was that nobody yeah. plays or likes anymore? I like it. <laughs> From that terrible movie that everybody already forgot about, Lion no, King. No, the GIF was the GIF was her project. Oh, okay. okay. That okay. was separate from that. No, the yeah, that Lion King soundtrack that they redid was trash. The original yeah, okay. was always gonna be the best. <laughs> yeah, okay. We we agree. But the there. GIF, okay. yeah, the GIF is separate. Like she okay. she dropped it around the same time as the Lion King song soundtrack came out, but that was her. And actually she curated that album more so than, you know, it was her. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like she curated and had the different artists, the Afrobeat artists and African yeah. artists on there. Um, and it's a really great album. And the Blackest King project, the the movie itself is really good too. Cause it tells a story. It tells the Lion King in human form. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I actually feel like 
I think you guys froze over here. Okay. Um, I actually think that her project that she did <laughs> is better than the remake of The Lion King. And I love Beyonce, but voice acting is not her thing. Yeah, it was <laughs> it's just, just bad all around. That was just a mistake. Yeah. They shouldn't have even done Nala it. Nala didn't need no, no speaking parts. But back yeah. to Renaissance, okay. Renaissance overall, like I said, is a great album. I think the only thing that I feel like was missing for me was a really strong ballad. Something of the Adele-esque. Yeah. But a whole album of her doing those type of songs? No. Mm. I feel like that would be boring as hell. Because <laughs> even when you listen to the first, first half of I Am Sasha Fierce, no. I love Beyonce, but no. Like, one or two ballads are good from her. After that, you need those mid-tempo, up-tempo records from her. And I think that's what she was trying to give us with Renaissance. Like, she just, she kind of gave us ballads in between with the sexy records, but still kept it upbeat. If you really listen to it closely, like with Plastic Off the Sofa and Virgo's yeah. Groove, and even like Summer Renaissance, you know, like yeah. her voice singing, like she was singing, singing on those records. She wasn't rap singing like she was with a lot of the other records on there, which is, you know, that's the Beyonce formula when you think about it. Yeah, I, yeah. I was kind of curious of that too because you, uh, to me, in my opinion, her last couple albums, which was I want to say sell, the self title album and Lemonade, I felt like they kind of sound similar. So when she, uh, so when this album was coming out, I was kind of curious what direction she was gonna go. She's gonna stick with that same Lemonade or uh, the self title album sound or. I was kind of curious if she because I felt like the um the lemonade album was kind of trappy a little bit. It had the trap type of style and she was kind of uh I would probably say sing rappy a little bit. So um to me that to me those album I I, I was kind of curious if she was going to go in that same direction. And she didn't with this album, I would say. She she didn't. So I so I I don't know. Like you you said every one of her albums was different. It might have been a different theme, but I felt like the self-titled album and the uh, Lemonade was kind of similar to me. <laughs> when the last time you listened to self-titled and Lemonade back to back? Uh, I didn't listen to them back to back in a minute, but I felt like that same trappy type sound was in there, and it was. You must be talking was, about formation by itself, because if you if you listen to self-titled and Lemonade as projects back-to-back. So, so what, they do not... What type of sound do you it, think the self-titled album has? Like, it had that like, strong R&B. It had the strong R&B with the house records. Because if you listen to records like Superpower, okay, and because Superpower does not sound like anything on Lemonade. Even XO. Now, I will give you XO. Because XO... Kind of sounds like, no, actually it doesn't. Because Pray That You Catch Me is like a simple, simple record. Like it barely has any instruments or any type of melody of sorts. It's like a piano. It's just like a piano playing on the background. But when you listen to self-title, self-title has heavy production on it. Except for Blue, which is the last song on the record. So when I think of what you're talking about, I'm thinking of Drunken Love and Formation. They sound alike. 
But when you listen to self-title and you listen to Lemonade, they don't sound the same to me at all. Really? Like, yeah, to me they don't. But I, I can get what you're saying because I'm thinking about Sorry. Yeah. Sorry has a little bit of a trap beat on it. Yeah. But they don't. it don't sound like Partition. It doesn't sound like Yonce. Um, It doesn't sound like, what's another record that's on there? Um, I can't think of it right now. Hold on. Let me pull it up because you know I got it. Got them all. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. I think. Uh, I think these. I think these two albums, um, self-titled and Lemonade, to me, I felt like they were totally different from um, I Am Sasha Fierce or B Day or Four. I know. I know those albums was longer ago, but I felt like I will give you that. I felt like Beyonce Lemonade is kind of similar. And so that's why I was wondering, like, damn, is she going to keep up with this sound again? Because I ain't going to lie. I felt like that sound is kind of, you know, older now <laughs> because, you know, music kind of evolved. So I, my guess, I think we talked about it on the podcast before. I thought she was going to probably go the route of where Solange is going or went that kind of, you know, that hipster barefoot type music. I thought she was going to give us one of those type of albums. But um yeah, yeah I I expect her to go kind of full out dance. <laughs> and she's never gonna do exactly what Solange has done. I think there's some records that are probably a little bit like similar to oh, what yeah, Solange has done in the past. Yeah. Um and I would say that that would be heavy on lemonade. Um like Sandcastles. You listen to Sandcastles is a little bit like what a Solange record would sound like. Um Ford, which is an interlude with James Blake. This is how you know I've been listening to these albums way too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um i'm trying to think of one other one that um shoot well i can't think of it right now i don't want to hold you guys up but i i do agree with you like her earlier stuff none of it sounds well no i take that back dangerously in love and b-day back to back are kind of somewhat similar because of the music that was coming out at that time yeah. and i was and honestly during that time a lot of artists wasn't going out on the edge as much a lot of those yeah. artists was playing safe you know due to probably the record labels and stuff like that but um yeah i just never forget how i was working at a radio station in cleveland and when she dropped the um the untitled album and the drunken love and i was working at a pop station and I remember they had a full-blown segment like, wow, she was just, oh, she was cussing and she was this. And they were like totally, they was like, I, it seemed like they was a little bothered because this ain't the, you know, <laughs> Halo Beyonce. And because. Th that's why I'm like, damn, she, you know, I, I, I fuck with it. I, I was good with it. But I felt like the next album, Lemonade, was kind of similar where it was kind of that edge, that same type of sound to me. And um, yeah, so I was curious if she gonna keep going with that sound or she gonna branch off into something else. This is why Beyonce can't necessarily win a Grammy. Cause if you listen to I Am Sasha Fierce, right? That is Grammy performing music because of who votes in the Grammys. Now don't get me wrong, more black people are being invited into the Academy. But at the end of the day, the kind of music that Beyonce makes is not going to sit well with a lot of, and I don't want to offend nobody. Don't nobody call me anything. White people. No. You said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> you said it. Not me. But White that's really, she Beyonce. wasn't. They love a certain part of Beyonce. 
Like when no, Black Parade dropped. Beyonce, period. I, I think the uh, no. shit the white people at the academies don't. <laughs> yeah, the older they, white they men yeah. probably don't. Yeah, but, they yeah. they would not give her nothing. People was people were up in a damn roar when Black Parade dropped. <laughs> nah, what, what was so controversial about that? Listen to the song. But I'm asking. I'm asking. What was so controversial that had people in she the She basically was about talking Black about Parade. what was going on at the time and that we need to fight back. And the fact that, you know, you have these people out here killing black people for just being black is a problem. Okay. So she made Rhythm Nation, but just like 20 years later and worse. Right. But and she also won a Grammy for that too. Okay. 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 So they gave her that, but I think I feel like they gave her that Grammy because she didn't win for Lemonade like she should have. Yeah, they do that. They they, they do, do that. make good. Yeah, yeah, they they they're they're known for that. Yeah, Oscars too. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to get into the so, Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say my thoughts on the album real quick. In general, I just I will defer to y'all's opinion, especially Jay Bell's opinion on Beyonce because her music just ain't for me, man. Like when I listen to Beyonce music, I feel like I'm listening to something that's I'm not supposed to listen to. Kind of like when if you're if you walk into a conversation with your girl and her girlfriends and they're <laughs> talking about like which celebrity is sexier or some shit like that, you feel like you're uncomfortable. Like, what the fuck am I listening to right now? Let me go <laughs> play video games in my room or some shit. <laughs> Like I, it, it's one of them things where I just feel like I'm not supposed to be listening to, and that's how I feel listening to Beyonce music. I'm like, this is something just weird to me. I'm not, <laughs> it's not, it's not meant for my ears. It's meant for somebody else. Uh, but so I, I think production wise, I thought it was great. The dance, uh, the the dance numbers were good. I will say one thing: I'm getting tired of though, the rapping from Beyonce. Like at some point she got to hang this up, man. I don't think she ever will, just because every female artist is rapping now, and I think she wants to hang with them. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like it's very cringy listening to Beyonce rap. It almost sounds like a white person trying to rap to me. Mm. The way she enunciates every single word, she even sounds funny saying "nigga." <laughs> Like it, it, it feels very uncomfortable and forced to me having Beyonce trying to rap. Okay, <laughs> I have no problem with the singing. I had no problem with the, the the little flow thing sometimes, but like she has, I think America has a problem. Is basically like a straight up rap track, and songs like that, I feel like they're kind of forced. I feel like she was trying to insert herself into. You know, because there, there are really no more female urban singers right now. Everybody rapping at this point, it seemed like you got Cardi's, Nicky's, Megan Thee Stallion's, Sweetie's, Koi LeRae's. Everybody out here seemed like they really more rappers than singers. So You got Summer Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Summer Walker's out there making thought anthems. Maybe that's why she got she put thick on the album because she had a, she needed a thought anthem for the other thought <laughs> anthems out there to compete. You also but, got her and LMI. Ella May ain't LMA's career is in question at this point, I feel. She in danger of being a one-hit wonder. Let's be real. What what I, hit has LMA had since booed up? Like a real hit. I, 
the only two songs I I feel like that's um that she's tied to is booed up and tripping. Those the only yeah. two. Not, a love, not another love song is a good record. I'm not saying she don't have good records. I, I'm just saying I think she got some good music. Yeah, I just think it's but, not. I think may, maybe it could be a, a thing where booed up was so huge that she can't top. She can't get another booed up, or she can't top that. So um, booed up is the worst record ever. I hate that song. Wow, that was wow. A, that was a huge hate song. Women, yeah. <laughs> and I hate, still I hate it. Why do you hate a song about love? How many black songs do we have about love? I like song? tripping. Huh? I like trip. I like trip over booed up. You like the songs about ratchet ass activity and breakups and strife and relationships. You don't like <laughs> the song about being in love and and this loving your partner and loving a man. You don't like that. Yes, I do. It's called Tony Braxton. You mean the world to me. That was 30 years ago, but okay. I don't care. That's a good record. That's a good goddamn record. Boot Up was played every 30 minutes on the damn radio. It you was. didn't get a chance yeah. to sit and, and sit in it and enjoy it. So, yeah. no, no, I hate that song. Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. It, it did get played a lot, but it was a good record. But besides the point, I'm just saying Ella Mae's career is in question. She needs to drop something else that's big because I haven't heard anything from her in a while. But to the point, basically, all I'm saying is I think her rapping is kind of cringy. There are some parts where it's like, I know y'all disagree with me on this point, Jay Bell especially. I feel like as a 40-year-old woman married with kids, it seemed like it was a little pandering or trying to stay hip. It reminds me of the meme of Steve Buscemi in the high school with the fucking <laughs> with the skateboard and shit. <laughs> Saying, how do you do my fellow kids like that's what oh a lot of this album sounded to me man like i'm not saying you can't dance when you get older i'm not saying you can't have fun when you get older but some of this stuff to me just sounded a little more like she was trying to trying to match up to her contemporary or to i guess whoever's hot right now female wise and type I of music see why they you say that I can see why you say that because there's nobody that really matches to Beyonce's level at this point in her career. Yeah. She's been around for almost 30 years, but rap singing is something that she's been doing since Disney's child's first album. If you go but back not, and listen to their like, first not album. Not like this, not like this, not like this. Maybe not, the, maybe not the same content that she was singing back then, but definitely she's been rap singing for a very long time. Maybe not as nasty it, even when you listen to Drunken Love, when you listen to Drunken Love, she's rap singing on that record. And not it still sounds really. good. Not not like this, though, man. That's what I'm, not like this. Yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. The content may be melodic rapping, melodic rapping versus straight up bar for bar the, the, rapping, yeah. which she does at some points on this record. Yeah, this kind of... There's a difference. It's a, it's a lot of um, Med the Stallion Savage type Verses yeah. on here <laughs> more. Because... Well, they both from your city. I'm not saying there anything. <laughs> I'm not hating on her being from Houston. Okay, I'm just hating on her being 40 year old with kids. Right, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. My my, no, my I... thing is, it just sounds kind of forced, especially when it sounds like she don't have the accent for rapping. I think she has a beautiful voice. I just don't think she has the accent for rapping. You can tell she don't. Like I said, she it sounds like the the suburban girl 
who get around black people and try to talk hood. That's how she sounds to me when she says some of these things, man. Like you could tell <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce don't talk goes. like this in real life. Okay. Oh, I was about to say, like, I feel like um I don't agree with what you're saying, but I get what you're saying. Because <laughs> I feel like for real, for real, I think Beyonce stopped doing interviews because of the way she actually talks. Mm -hmm. If you ever heard her actually talk, she does. She does. She tries to over enunciate her words and really speak in a way that doesn't seem like it's really her either. But I mean. Yeah, I mean, what, what I, I, like, exactly, exactly. All I'm saying is the rap persona for me is forced. And I'd rather at least she, she doesn't have a, it. Right. But at least she doesn't have an alter rapping personality. You know how like Brandy has B Rocka. Yeah. Yeah. At least she's not. <laughs> well, know, Sasha Fierce, isn't that supposed to be her alter ego? No, she let her go. Okay. Was there a song <laughs> about that? <laughs> we missed this breaking news. No, she didn't make right? that song. Did I about miss this? a whole oh, no. saga about how is it's like CIP? <laughs> No, she let her go. She, I think she mentioned it in an interview a long time ago uh, before she stopped really doing interviews. It might have been in the magazine because she barely do those. I know her last uh, story that she did, the British Vogue, mm -hmm. somebody mentioned on Twitter that they took like two sentences from what she said and made it a whole story. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because she doesn't really do interviews anymore. She doesn't talk because she doesn't yep. be bothered, you know? So, I mean, I can get what you're saying with that. I don't agree, but I mean, I can get what you're saying, I guess, because I'm used to it. And I love I love Beyonce, which is yeah. funny because when Beyonce first went solo, I was like, why? Like, she's not going to make it like that. Like, she, what are you talking about? Matter of fact, I hope, this, hope nobody gets mad at me. When Beyonce first came out, I literally used to look at her like I think she looks like her breath stinks. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> that is the rumor. <laughs> is that rumor for real? But I'm yeah damn i forgot who said that i forgot where it actually originated but that's been a rumor for a while damn. uh, uh jules used to bring it up too she used mm -hmm. to say beyonce breath stink i'm like <laughs> how do you know but no that, that that was a rumor for like back in the day though i'm sure she i'm gonna say yeah that was now. a long time ago yeah. like that i i thought that of her mm -hmm. and then when i heard crazy in love and got the whole album my my views of her changed after mm -hmm. that and I, i've been a fan ever since so, but I'm not a fan enough to go crazy or be a part of the, be the Bayhive or whatever, the Beehive to be going crazy on Twitter and stuff like that. <laughs> I respect her talent and I respect her, her, um, her tenacity, you know, and the fact that like, no matter what, like she definitely tries her hardest to make the music that is pure to her and feels good to her and hopes that it comes across to her fans, you know, the people that love her music. That's just how I see it and how I feel. So I think we're mm -hmm. used to her rap singing or her rapping at all. Cause you know, Jay-Z helps her a lot with that. No, yeah. Um, you I know what I'm it. saying? I so like in some of this album. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's what you, when you're, you're literally married to what a lot of people would say, one of the greatest rappers of our time. Mm -hmm. What do you expect? That's what she's going to do. Cause even when you listen to plastic off the sofa and Virgo's groove, like those songs are definitely dedicated to Jay-Z. Or at least about him. Mm. Like, he was the inspiration behind them songs. Because uh, yeah. she was getting definitely nasty on them songs right there. Tell. See, what a great example that she's setting for us men out here. It's okay to cheat. <laughs> okay? She will still love you again. 
All you gotta do is just say the right things. Maybe make an just, album. Just make an album. <laughs> go to therapy. Yeah, go go do a little bullshit therapy. You know, play the part, and she will love you again. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> Tab you know, says well, we're definitely not God. getting on title. Uh, Jay Z and them sold their title shares, by the way, so they don't even own any part of title anymore. So we can Jay still Z get on sold title, his. Maybe. Jay Z sold, sold his. Yeah, I think Beyonce still has her share. I no, think Jay Z just sold his. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think. A, I think. A, yeah, I think a lot of a artists lot of artists got a little piece of. Yeah, a lot title. of artists. Yeah, yeah, they also yeah. got a piece of it. But, they hadn't sold theirs. I think Jay Z was the only one. Yeah, oh. I think he had like a big chunk of title, and I, I think, think he actually he owned half of it. Yeah, he actually flipped it. I don't know how much he paid for it when he got it, but he actually. Got Fifty-four more. million dollars. He, yeah, he actually got more when he gave up his share, or whatever. So yeah, yeah. After guilting all of it. us to buy it, now he's he done dipped out and got fifty-four million. I, hey, I still no. Got he got it. more. No, no. He bought it for fifty-four million. <laughs> no, okay. So he got more than that. Okay. okay. Yeah, I yeah. He it. doubled it. But I mean, he still has a big say in what the content that goes on there. And if you, when you look at it and listen, like, or not listen, but look at it, Elliot Wilson is still a huge part of title. So, I mean, he still has a, he has a foot in there. He still has a hand in there. And obviously Beyonce still has a part too, because they had a whole page. The whole front page last night was dedicated to her. Well, it had to be. Yeah. It had to be. It's Beyonce. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, who they, else would they, they do extra, that for? Yeah, they went extra for, for her. Yeah. <laughs> Even for Jay-Z, they still go huge for him. When it's their anniversary and either one of their birthdays, yeah. they put, like, the all the playlists and everything up there for them every single time. Yeah. So they still have say and they still have a hand in title. Yeah. I would think so. I would think so, too. Um, now, I think it's safe to say we all enjoyed the album for what it was. Um, now I want to get into the controversy now, okay? <laughs> I want to get into what people have been talking about shot. with Khalees. I want to talk about the drama because I have some thoughts on it. Um, so for people who haven't been keeping up with this whole thing, a few days before, oh, by the way, the album leaked a few days before it even came out. So yeah. that was uh, kind of strange. I'm kind of yeah. surprised the Beyonce album leaked early, but yeah. I guess that's what Somebody happens when you put out it. physicals and all this stuff. Like there are other factors that you can't account for so well it, re- it was released early overseas in france somebody showed oh, a picture really? that was released like two oh. days early in stores in france so they probably whoever was in france uploaded Put into youtube on the internet and then yeah. it made it yeah it made its way over to us so okay yeah. Well, it's surprising think, that they even released it two but, days early in France. I mean, yeah. physical wise, I guess I, that's just what happens. But I, still, I think to be honest, I think Beyonce just so used to surprising us with the album, mm-hmm. and she actually gave us what a month head start. So I think, mm-hmm. I think, I to me, this is kind of normal. <laughs> this is how it used to be back yeah. in the day. So. That's and she went with yeah. a more traditional release. And music yeah. used to always leak when they had physicals, okay? Yeah. You couldn't stop it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. at the factory, some minimum wage dude was going to leak an album early. Yeah. It happened with Jay. It happened with everybody back in the day. They used to Definitely always leak artists. albums. There was no way you could stop so, it. Mm-hmm. And, that exactly. was, and that was back in the day where you had to have your shit submitted months yeah. in advance. So it wasn't even like a thing, Listen. let me do it this week. So yeah. I had so many bootleg albums from blogs. 
on my <laughs> iTunes back then. I ain't never had to buy an album. I was yeah. like, what? Let me find this album. I got it. Yeah. The craziest thing was when the album we would leak so early that they would have to change the final album. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. the final album would be way different from what leaked. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I, I think that happened with Jay Z. I had a Jay Z album, Volume Three. It mm-hmm. happened with Lupe's debut album. It happened a bunch of times. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I say that, 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 that that's all another thing. But uh, they also released a uh, list of um samples used in the album before uh the album came out and i guess khaleesi's fan base got excited when they saw khaleesi's name listed as a sample on the song energy and i guess they posted it in the ig page and they said oh wow khaleesi and beyonce collaborating finally Mm. and beyonce saw this or khaleesi saw this and was like I didn't, she didn't know that (laughs) her sample was being used. And to be fair, it's not a direct sample. It's more of an interpolation. Um, Basically, part of the song, the song kind of sounds like what she sang in Milkshake. And so they have to listen as a sample. I think this is like the post Marvin Gaye lawsuit era. Yeah. Where if shit even sounds similar, you got to go ahead and, and clear the sample. Yeah. And it's actually the song um you it's not called You Are Not Alone. Um dang, cause I looked it up last night because I was like looking up the story, I was trying to figure out what the damn song was. The song that she actually sampled, because if you listen very closely, you barely hear shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the song that she actually had sampled was called Get Along With You. No, oh, okay. Okay. That's what the song was called. And if you listen closely. Um, to if you listen to Get Along With You first and then listen to Energy, which is the song that supposedly was, she used the sample, it's very faint. It's like you said, is it what's it called? Interp- Interpolation, yeah. 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 Um, but it's very faint. You can barely hear it. And what they did, because the song is slow. Khaleesi's version is very slow. They sped it up a little bit. And that's why I think that people are like, I don't hear it. It's not there. It's mm-hmm. there. Yeah. It's just sped up and it's it's faint. Yeah. And I think the biggest issue with people was that, first of all, Khalees made a big deal out of something that she really needs to take up with Pharrell. Because right, Pharrell let's, get to the, one... let's throw the audio first okay, and okay. hear what she has to say. Because okay. And to be fair, before we intro this, I don't think Khalees had heard the song. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the album wasn't even out yet. I think she's just reacting to seeing her name as a sample list and her fan base act like she's collaborating with Beyonce. And she was upset about that. And she's also spoken about how she felt about Pharrell and how she was kind of jerked out of her contract by them, didn't get any writing credits for her own album, et cetera, et cetera, before. So this is her reaction posted on Instagram to hearing the uh the 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 whole the whole thing about being sampled by Beyonce. It's what she said on IG Live. Number one, it's not even like I'm a human being, so I get pissed off and I get ticked off, right? I'm an artist, so I am, as Erica said, I'm sensitive about my shit. The reality is, okay, is that my real beef is not only with Beyonce, because at the end of the day, she sampled a record, she's copied me before, she's done it before, so have many other artists, it's fine, I don't care about that. The issue is, is that not only do, are we female artists, okay, black female artists in an industry that we 
There's not that many of us, right? We've met each other, we know each other, we have mutual friends, it's not hard, she can contact, right? Ash Nico, who's what, 20? She's a young white girl. She reached out when she freaking like, it's just common decency, right? It's common decency, especially because, because as so many of you pointed out, as though I don't know, but let me help you, okay? I know what I own and what I don't own. I also know the lies that were told. I also know the things that were stolen. Publishing was stolen. People were swindled out of rights. It happens all the time, especially back then. So it's not about me being mad about Beyonce. Everyone's like, you're all sheep. And I'm talking to the people who are obsessed and blind, just like, Ooh, like it's so dumb. It's so ignorant. It's so ignorant. She's one issue because it was stupid and disrespectful and she should have at least reached out. But the real issue is the fact that the people like Pharrell and like Chad, who Chad really is like an amoeba and just he's spineless. It's a miracle he can keep his neck up. But Pharrell knows better. This is a direct hit at me. He Wait, does pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it real quick. Very, very, very. That's the first time I ever heard anybody diss Chad Hugo yeah. from that tune. Yeah. Say so he's an Aniba and spineless. <laughs> Damn. I've never heard anybody. First off, people barely even talk about him. Yes. But when they do, it's always like the most, oh, he's so amazing, so creative, like tired of every talks about Every him. time they bring him up, it's because Pharrell's sound don't sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They oh, the Asian dude left. That's why yeah. his beats are ass. Exactly. Now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So that's the first time I ever heard anybody call out Chad. I just thought that was funny because I never heard anybody diss Chad yeah. Hugo from the Neptunes like that. But yeah, I just thought it was funny. Keep okay, keep keep it rolling, keep it rolling. And the reality is, is that it's frustrating. I have the right to be frustrated. Why? Because no one had the human decency to call and be like, "Yo, hey, would like to use your record." Which, by the way, the reason I'm annoyed is because I know it was on purpose. This is not like some oh they were in the studio and it's no no this was an on purpose direct hit which is very passive aggressive it's very petty it's very stupid and i'm gonna say what i have to say i don't mince my words so all of you beyonce fans knock yourselves out i'm not mad like that it's not about me being jealous jealous of someone using my song that's the dumbest most ignorant thing i've ever heard like grow up i was not thinking about her or no one else not even on no shade just not thinking about living my greatest best life as i always do so it has nothing to do with that it has to do with the fact that from one artist to another you should have the decency and the common sense and the courtesy to call, reach out, a manager, an agent, anybody just to be like, yo, heads up, this is what we're thinking, this is what we're doing. Even if you're gonna do it anyway, just common decency. Like I said, it's happened before where people at least had the, the wherewithal to be like, yo, using your record, we understand that like Pharrell totally swindled you out of your stuff. Just wanna give the respect because that's what you do, right? No, that's not what happened. So grow up, okay? I don't mince my words, I say exactly how I feel, when I feel it, how I feel it. I don't care who likes it or doesn't like it. It is what it is. These are facts. This is not opinion. Okay. These are facts. Later. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Miss female empowerment and artist ownership. Beyonce herself being accused of disrespectful behavior towards another female artist. Hmm. 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 Now, a lot of things wrong with this. Okay, I want to hear your your opinion first because I think Khalees made some valid points. Of course, the Beehive came for her and came for her hard. Um, she has been getting defended online as well. A lot of people who don't have a stake in either side, or more more so, I think on Khalees' side on this. But the Beehive, of course, is huge. They swarm people and they won't let go. They sting people. Yep. Yes. So. <laughs> The beehive came for her hard. 
But I want to hear what Jay Bell thinks because I, I I have some thoughts on this as well. But I want to know what are your thoughts about Kalisa's um, thoughts that she shared here? Do you think she has a valid point to be upset and frustrated, or do you think she's making a mountain out of a molehill? I think she has a right to be upset, but I think she's upset at the wrong person. Um, she's been talking about how Pharrell and the Star Trek records have done her wrong for years. And at this point, as many people have said, she just needs to lawyer up and take it to court. Two, Khalees and Solange are friends. And so, therefore, if she has such a huge issue with what she is calling Beyonce out for and not so much Pharrell, because um, the first thing she said was Beyonce. She didn't say anything about Pharrell until like a couple of sentences in. She could have talked to Solange or got a direct line to Beyonce herself, as she has said to Beyonce, that Beyonce could have reached out to her. She could have did the same thing, too, and kept this all offline. And so, therefore, it just looks bad on Khalees because of the fact that it's making her look bitter when all she needs to do is go to court. And on top of that, she doesn't own the masters of the records. So why does Beyonce necessarily need to reach out to her for any type of courtesy on this? Beyonce ain't got to do shit. She went through the right channels. She don't own the music. She went through Pharrell. Pharrell owns the music. She did her, her legal stuff, signed the records, paid for it. There you go. And the fact that Khalees is making such a big deal on this little faint sound of energy on the background it's just driving me nuts. This should have never been a thing. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I understand she found out when everybody else did. But if that's the case, you should have picked up the phone and, and said something to Beyonce. Because obviously you got a close line to it through Solange. You okay. just want everybody to be on your side. Just go go off and go crazy. Like, that's ridiculous to me. You talking about somebody that's 40 years old and got three kids. How old is Khalees? Khalees got kids, too. Don't take this stuff to social media. Handle it like grown women. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I have a retort. Okay. And here's my problem with the whole thing. Like, we admit the music industry is shady and people mm -hmm. do shady, fucked up things. But when our favorites are involved, suddenly it becomes, oh, you should have read the contract. Oh, you shouldn't have signed the contract. Oh, so these behaviors are okay once names that you like get involved like i've seen people defend diddy one of the worst people one of the worst offenders of this type of shit oh you just hating on a black man oh it's okay when a white man does it you just hating on diddy because he's successful you should have read the contract you should have read the contract you shouldn't have signed the contract look the music industry preys on poor people who don't have shit and when you put a stack of money in front of somebody Say sign here, and this is yours right now. Yeah. Most poor people are gonna take yeah, that money. Talented no poor what. people, talented exactly. Poor. Mm -hmm. Hey, I could pay my bills for this month with this money right here. Fuck it, I'm signing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's one problem I have. Like, if you're gonna critique the music industry, it's got to go all the way, and we got to admit, black and white people and executives and artists are at fault here. Um. To be fair, she has spoken at length about Pharrell. 
Mm-hmm. She's trash. We talked about it on the podcast. She had a whole thing a few years ago when the uh, 20th anniversary of Kaleidoscope, her debut album came out. And she had mixed feelings about it because at one point that was an album that put her on. But now she reflects on it and she's like, I don't own any of that music. They hold me out my contract. I didn't get any songwriting credits on it at all. So I don't even get residuals off of it. She got hold on the contract. And she said they made promises to her. And then when she went back to them about those promises, they said was not in the contract. That's fucked up behavior, man. Like, and there, I don't think there's any defending that. Now, we don't know what Pharrell's take on this because Pharrell's never really talked about this. He's not a drama, controversial type of guy, period. You know, mm-hmm. so he's not going to address this ever, I don't think. No, but, he's not. Yeah, but it, it's it's fucked up. If, if what she says is true, it's fucked up what happened to her. You know, to be as big as she was and have nothing to show for her financially while people like Pharrell and to be fair, yes, they did produce the songs, they did write it, but those songs wouldn't be shit without Khalees. Okay. Mm-hmm. They tried to make some other female artists pop too, and it didn't work. People like Vanessa Marquez, other people back in the day, they, they couldn't get those girls on. It worked they with Khalees. They tried to do that to, yeah, they tried to do the same thing with Tiana Taylor too, and then Tiana exactly. Taylor left. Yeah. So they, like, Khalees, it was her too. Okay. Even if it's off of their beats and they were writing some of the songs, it was Khalees' image that made it pop. So, mm-hmm. There's one thing. And I, I, like I said, I just think she has a point. You know, these people involved always talk about artist ownership when they have something to sell us. You know, they're, they're getting on title. Hey, we have to pay artists more for their music. This streaming stuff is messing up the artist's payroll and they're not getting paid enough for their art. Join title and support artists. Jay-Z, support artists. Pharrell's selling something a few months ago, and he was saying, the music industry is so shady. We need to support more artists. So these same people who are guilty of this behavior, potentially, have nothing to say when one of their own people complains about what they did. But when they have something to sell back to us, it's all about artist empowerment. She spoke about that as well. She had a few clips out about this. This was only one of them. So... My point is, man, I think she has a point. I think Beyonce could have included Khalees in the creative process and gave her a songwriting credit. I don't think that would have hurt to do, you know, um, and, and people who who I've heard a lot of talk about songwriting credits and how people don't deserve them if they didn't write the song. But that's bullshit, man, because I can think of at least two cases where I know somebody didn't write a song and they got credits for it. Uh, mm-hmm. George Michael Carroll's Whisper the other guy from Wham uh, I think his name is Andrew something I forget his last name he didn't write this song he admitted he had nothing to do with writing that song he got a songwriting credit and that song is so big now that he admits he still gets huge residual checks off of it and that's just wow. off George Michael being nice you and know there's also, other artists out there oh go ahead sorry sorry and also Robin Thicke for, blur, uh, for Blurred Lines um, remember when the lawsuit happened and Marvin Gaye Estates sued Pharrell and Robin Thicke because they both had writing credits on that song. And Robin Thicke too. went to court. Yeah, T.I. too. Robin Thicke went to court and said he didn't write shit. He <laughs> said he was in the studio high and drunk as hell and Pharrell was doing all the writing and composing. Mm. But Pharrell still gave Robin Thicke the writing credit. 
Yeah. So uh, you I, telling I, me they couldn't have broke off Khalees something for yeah. her own album? I, I think also that too, song blew. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna go add to it. You also see people giving their kids their little yes. baby kids. Blue Ivy Carter probably got the right yes. credit. So, <laughs> well, she's not gonna brown skin girl. Come on now. Do you think she wrote when, that? Ver- when, come on, man. Uh, of course, she didn't write I'm it, not, but I'm she not, sung on it. So, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about when she was first born. Remember that song Jay Z wrote? I think it was called Blue Ivy, something like that. It was a rap, and all she was, it was just all oh, her being born. Okay, so you just hear the baby crying. She, she appeared on the song, it, so now she gets residuals she got, for the rest yeah, of her life. Yeah, I get she worked hard. No, I get <laughs> right now. <laughs> I get what you're saying yeah. because it does happen to a lot of artists that they, you know, they do these songs and they don't get any residuals on it, any streaming, anything like that. Like with Black Ground Records, when they released all the albums that they have done mm-hmm. in the past, and that include JoJo and and Tony Braxton too, um, and even with Aaliyah, because Aaliyah's family doesn't get any rights to her music, they don't get any residuals for her music. But if you a lot of times artists will not promote a song anymore because or music and music anymore from that particular record because of the fact they don't get any credits from it. That's the same thing that happened to Tony Braxton and Jojo. Jojo was big on that. And you know, also what Jojo did. We recorded her songs so that she can get streaming rights on it. And I'm not saying that Khalees should probably take the same route because she's probably not in the same headspace anymore to record those type of songs. But that's what JoJo and what, because even with Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift was one of the biggest ones. She has a huge catalog. And Scooter Braun bought the whole catalog just because. And she also said that he did that to be spiteful. So she doesn't get any money on any of those records. So she has gone back. She's done it for a couple of albums now. I think she did it for 1989, and she did it for another album, too, recently. Yeah. Um, Red. She did it for Red. Re-recorded those whole albums and made her own versions of those songs so that she can start getting streaming rights on them. And, you know, maybe that's the way to go because Ashanti's even doing the same thing because it's the same thing. She doesn't get streaming rights or any residuals on those records from Murder, Inc. Murder, Inc. So that's something to think about. You know, I don't believe that... At the end of the day, the way that the music industry is, like you said, they they go after poor, talented people. They can't afford a lawyer. They can't afford to like go to someone and say, "Hey, read my contract for me," like that. Because even when you look back at the New Edition story, what happened to them? Yeah, this happens all the time because they know that people can't understand the the freaking words that they're reading in this contract. You know, verbatim. They're just happy they're getting signed. But mm-hmm. once you get through that and you get a little bit of money, then maybe it's time to go back and read that contract. But also, you want to believe that your people have your best interest. You know, you should never believe that. I do. It, it's like an employee and an employer contract, especially when you're in radio. At the end of the day, the contracts that you sign, they are not for you, they are for them, they are I to agree. protect them. I so agree, that, but you have yeah. to also admit that part of the pitch is this is the same shit that Diddy did too. Like, don't sign with Diddy's them white the folks. I'm a look at like I'm one. I'm you, man. I'm your brother. I got your back. Like Pharrell seemed like a very like if I met Pharrell, I'm sure I wouldn't assume he would ever lie to me ever. He just <laughs> seems like a super nice guy. Okay, yeah. so yeah. like when you see Pharrell and you're talking about your contract and your future, you're not thinking, oh, he gonna screw me down the line. 
he's like, look, this is super talented. This guy's running the game right now, and he wants to put people on. He seems genuine about it. They want to believe that. And that's part of the hustle. Like, you're right. You definitely should read and be more cognizant. But they also use the pitch of don't sign with the white folks. Sign with me because I got your back. And they use that against you. It's kind of weaponized in a way. And that's fucked up, man. So that's part of the pitch is to believe that your fellow black person wouldn't do you like a cold hearted white executive would, even though they would at the end of the day, a lot of times. People that have the money and the power to do you dirty will do you dirty. They want to put money in their pocket. So that's what they're going to do. And so they're going to cut you out of certain things. And probably even at that time, like obviously streaming wasn't around. I don't even think YouTube was around yet. You know, like these things were not happening. You got your, your money through touring and appearances on different things and endorsements. So probably in Kalisa's mind, like you said, like she's like, she's good. She's making all this money doing other stuff. She ain't worried about this. Now it's coming back because you have things like YouTube music and you have streaming services, you know, and people that want to sample her music because, I mean, you think about the music industry every 10 to 15 years, a new artist is sampling an older artist that was out over a decade ago. And so now this is what's coming out to play. And it's sad. Unfortunately, it is sad. But the more times you see this story, it makes you like have to think twice about the contract that you're signing. So therefore you can protect yourself. This is why like a lot of artists now sign with like your record label empire. They are one of the largest independent record labels, period. Everybody gets their money. No empire doesn't touch shit. It's all theirs, but they didn't have that process back then. So they had, they had what they had. And so, you know, I understand why Khalees is upset. I can understand why she wants a courtesy call or, you know, a courtesy lunch from Beyonce. But again, I still feel like she's mad at the wrong person. Obviously, Beyonce knew what the hell she was doing because, you know, her mm-hmm. father was her manager and got her shit straight. So she knew what to do for herself. Khalees didn't have that same opportunity. So if anybody samples any of Beyonce's music, she owns her shit because she's done that from the get go. Because what? She had somebody really watching her and watching her back. Obviously, Khalees did not have that, unfortunately. And it's sad. It is sad. But again, I say the anger is misplaced. And I do still feel like that it should have been handled off of social media. Mm, okay. Okay. Figgy, I want to get your thoughts on this, man, because I, I think me and J-Bell kind of agree. We disagree on the, the finer details as well. We do. So what are your thoughts on this, man? Whose side are you on? Do you think Elise has a point here? Or do you think that Beyonce don't owe anybody shit because she's Beyonce? Yeah. I think she, to be honest, I, I think... That. <laughs> I think she did have a point, man. I think like what she was saying wasn't wrong morally, but I think at the end of it all, she she didn't own that song. Unfortunately, we 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 know about what happened or what her side of the story of what happened and the reason why she you know don't have any parts of that song. So I think to me, I, I, I'm I'm sure Beyonce probably went to Pharrell or whoever was in charge of that little sample part. So, (laughs) you know, to me, I mean, unless they cool, unless Beyonce and Khalees was super cool, I don't understand why she had to, like, hit her up. Like, so she's supposed to just make a call and say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm using (laughs) your voice in a song or whatever. I'm, look, man, Beyonce seemed like a busy woman. 
I don't think she, I, I think she probably just, you know, she probably got her peoples to, you know, clear the sample and that was it. Like, why why do she have to sit there and make a phone call and have, have a lunch or, you know, conversation with somebody that don't even technically own the song to me? Yeah, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking from Beyonce's point. Like, yeah, it, I mean, if Beyonce want to be a real nigga and just say, hey, look, like, you know, just I'm let you know. Nigga. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I, I'm just letting you know. To me, I would probably do it, but I wouldn't say Beyonce is wrong and, you know, she 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 deserved the smoke. I feel like she probably got a lot, a lot. She probably going through making the damn album. And so now she got to sit there and call somebody who don't even own parts of it. I'm sure I'm sure Khalees owned it. She probably would have called her. And you know, chopped it up with her, probably brung her to the studio. I don't know, but um, like I said, Khalees, she's not wrong at this, and I would probably feel the same way too if somebody took our shit, and and you know, if we didn't own it and they took our shit, I was like, damn, you could have hit me up or something. But um, yeah, I think to me, I think it's a bigger beef. I think I think her, I think Khalees uh, releasing this video. I think it's more more of a beef with Pharrell. I think that's just adding on to the stuff she's been saying over the past few years. Uh, her, you know, going through that situation. And with Beyonce, you know, being in the mix now, she kind of was like, yeah, you know, she probably felt some type of way about that too. But I'm not, I'm not mad at Beyonce for not, you know, personally calling Khalees to say, hey, I'm, you know, by the way, I'm using a little tiny piece of your song that you probably won't even recognize. So I'm I'm not super mad about that. It, it'd be one thing if Beyonce was remaking Milkshake and <laughs> clear, you know, remaking the hook, remaking the beat and all this other stuff. Then I, I would totally get that part. But Beyonce, like, just imagine Beyonce got to personally call every single person the sample she's using. Just, you know, just, hey, just a heads up. I'm, you know, like, I, I just don't think she... Will probably have the time to do all that. She probably just got to go. She's too busy. She probably just going through the the labels or whoever owned the, the sample, and just keeping it moving. And uh, unless unless they was cool personally, I just don't. I don't really see see the problem with that. But in the same sentence, I feel for Khalees. Like being in her point of view, I totally get it. I probably would have said the same thing if I was Khalees. But I'm not mad at this Beyonce. Is the thing. Oh, gotcha. Oh, sorry. This is the thing. Khalees and Solange are friends. Obviously, Pharrell, Jay-Z, and Beyonce are friends. So they have a certain degree of separation between the two where it could have been easy for them to talk if it really needed, if Khalees was really that pressed about it. I feel more she went to social media because she wanted the sympathy about this situation. She wanted to put it out there to make it louder so that at some point she wants Pharrell to come to her and respond and get it handled. Because obviously if she's going through private channels to do this, or she's been trying to go through private channels to get this handled and it's not working, here goes social media. Nothing on in the internet ever gets deleted. And at some point, like, he's going to see if he's not already saw it, and he's going to respond in private if he does, if he decides to. And the end of their contract obviously was a very shitty situation that she feels like she needs to go out of her way to say this, say all this and get this attention. It's just, it's like the circle 
if you it's a circle of friends but then there's a split down the middle of like nobody really wants to communicate with each other it's like working in radio nobody <laughs> communicates with each other though we work in the communication <laughs> business there you go so here here's my issue uh with what y'all are saying because i understand what y'all are saying yeah beyonce don't have to call everybody and uh especially for a sample that an inter interpolation that you can barely even tell unless it was listed my problem with it is the fact that they put out a list of samples as promo before the album came out okay and it had Khalees's name on it so Khalees's fan base thought that they were collaborating and that's what she was confused about because she was like i never heard y'all talking about collaborating you know i'm sure she hadn't talked to beyonce in years so, and then this brings up the memories of how Pharrell apparently did her dirty. So my thing is, yeah, Beyonce didn't have to call Khalees, but they didn't have to release this either as build up to the album and have a list of all the samples on it. They could have buried this in the album credits when the album came out like they do everything else. But they yeah. released it as promo for the album before the album even dropped. So, of course, people are going to look at the sample list and be like, hey, wait a minute, Khalees. Is it finally happening? I guess for the Khalees fans out there, all five of them. But, like, <laughs> There's I'm more just than saying, that. Yeah, I know, I know, it's fucking around. But <laughs> they did this for a promo. In a way, they kind of used the people who were being sampled for promo for the album before it came out. And in a way, in a roundabout way, she was kind of being used for promo for an album she had nothing to do with. So mm. I think if you're going to do that, then yeah, Beyonce could have called Khalees and say, hey, if you're going to put out the list of people sampled before the album even comes out and promote it on social media and all this shit, then yes, you could have called Khalees. Okay. <laughs> if you were going to bury it in the album credits and not, because people wouldn't even have noticed it really if the album actually dropped beforehand. So Nobody would have cared, man. But the fact that the list, I think it was, it might have been from the leak. I wonder exactly how the list came out. But no, she released it, just, it herself. Oh, she released yeah. it? Yeah, Beyonce released it herself. But okay. this is a See, thing. Yeah. So, that, yeah. yeah. So, so let me. But this let me, is a, this, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to reply to Rocket. Um, what do you, do you think, how, how do you think Khalees would react if, let's say she owned all her music? And mm -hmm. Beyonce actually went to her and cleared everything. Do you think she'd be okay with it? Do you think, you know, if the if the shit come out, you think she'd be okay with it? I mean, why wouldn't she be? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure number no. one, Beyonce talked to them. Maybe they had them some kind of collaborative process and then she got paid for it as well. Yeah. I, I don't think she would have had a problem with that. I don't see yeah. how she could reasonably have a problem with yeah. that. Yeah, no, I, I agree with I, that. I agree, I agree with you. Like I said, I just think it goes back to you know the whole Pharrell situation. Like she yeah. don't she don't own the song, so it's 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 tricky. I don't think I don't think Beyonce is trying to you know get over on her or anything like that. I just think yeah. I just think it's unfortunate that she don't own the record because it's a, it's a lot of stuff. You hear people like Joe Budden talking about how he don't own his early music. That uh, I think I think he I, I don't I don't know his situation with the Pump It Up song. But I think I think it comes to a point where you know some people probably could use it if he if they want, and I don't know I don't know the situation if it's like a Khalees situation or not. But 
sometimes like that that was early on like i i think it's just an unfortunate situation for Khalees that you know it was early on she was doing business with Pharrell it didn't work out in her favor so um i think that's why she's of course that's why she's upset but um yeah man i just think you know i i can't like i said i can't be mad at it because everybody everybody signed bad deals early on man so yeah, it, it's just un, it's just unfortunate that you know she don't own that and they don't have to go through her <laughs> they go through the person who actually own it so i think this i think her, i think oh, her sorry. oh no i think her beef is I think her beef, you know, yeah, you know, morally, Beyonce probably should have said, hey, I'm using this. But I think her beef should be more with Pharrell, unfortunately. First off, I want to say I feel bad for keep cutting y'all off when y'all talking. But when y'all take a long pause. Beyonce Beyonce is under attack. You have to defend her, okay? (laughs) No, it's not that. It's not that. You guys take a long pause. So I'm I'm, I'm thinking you're done with the thought. And you so then I want to chime in. For, uh, time too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I was, what I was gonna say is like, um, the sample list that came out it was really like an ode to like all the people that she decided to sample on her on her album because when you look at the Clark sisters who are also sampled, they were sampled on Church Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the the Clark sisters actually did a video saying thank you for it. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like. Like you said, Beyonce didn't do it on purpose to offend Khalees. It didn't seem slimy to, like to me. Make her mad. Yeah, it wasn't a slight or nothing like that. It was a credit to say, I'm inspired by these artists. These artists inspired me. So therefore, I'm using them, you know, I'm using them in my records because they made some dope ass music when they was out. You know, even, <laughs> hate to say that about, no cussing with gospel, okay? Mm-hmm. They made very good Christ-like music. God, please do not strike me. Um, so it was it was more of an ode than a slight or like, you know, I don't think I don't think she was trying to make her mad or trying to cause an issue or anything like that. Um, maybe she could have gave her a songwriting credit, so then therefore mm-hmm. Khalees could get money on it. Um, but because Khalees does not own the record, how do you go about that? There has to be a loophole on that. She and could have brought her probably... in for the actual recording of the song, and then she could have recorded something possibly, or has some kind of creative input, and then they could have gave her credit for it. Let, let me let me ask you, All right, Professor Ryan. I'm just saying, let, other, there, there are ways Ryan. they could have been involved. Let me let me ask you. Let me ask you this. So, do you think everybody on this list, outside the police, own their music? And of course not. Yeah, so I, I the just, Clark sisters. Yeah, no, I'm saying just everybody. Yeah, everybody. Like, no, there's no oh. way everybody that was sampled owned their own music. Yeah, I think. Like, oh yeah, because I mean, didn't yeah. she? She used a lot of um, bounce. She used bounce music. She used a lot of I don't know what the correct term would be, but drag. Yeah, drag artists yeah. in it because I saw an article about one of the drag artists that. Um, she used in one of the records, and I forgot what the same name of the song was because a lot of the letters were blocked out. But it was like the beginning of the the song was starts with a C and ends with a Y. That's mm. all I know. Okay, but um, yeah. so yeah, but my point of saying that is, 
I think probably 90% of the people on this list don't own their, didn't own what she used. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think, I think given, it's like I said, it's unfortunate, but she, I think her just putting that out there, showing that, showing that love because she didn't even have to do that. She could have just had yeah. that in the back. On the but do you wait in a the minute? Credit. Cause I, I, I had to stop you there, man. Do you think that she did this for the artists who were involved? Or do you think it was in part to help hype up the album? Cause look, when you look at this song, this song list is before the album came out. We don't know what these songs sound like. And you see, uh, energy has, uh, credited Beyonce, Tina Marie and Khalees. That gives you more hype for the album and the song let, itself, let, don't it? Let, let me ask you this. Do you think it could be you, do you think both can be true? That yeah, I'm using this as hype, but also I'm sure I'm I'm giving them somewhat of a shout out for, you know, <laughs> using it because she don't have to do Travis Scott did the same thing. Yeah. He ain't give this old a shout out. He 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 did the same thing with the um with the Astro World. But mm-hmm. I, I I do think it could be both because I'm I'm sure a lot of people got excited when they seen that. But but also I think she is giving somewhat credit or you know shouting out to people that she sampled on there. I think both could be true. That's true. All I'm saying is, look, it's not like Khalees was some underground artist that nobody had heard of. They they ran the same circles. I'm sure they've mm-hmm. talked before. They know each other. They yeah, were her, big at the same time. Her and Solange are friends. Exactly. So said, yeah, so I mean. So all, all this combined, all I'm saying is if you're going to put this list out there, it wouldn't have hurt ahead of time to be like, hey, you know, we're doing this song. We got this interpolation. Maybe if you want to come down, we can work together. Just because Jay-Z is, is, has been known to do this type of thing, too. A lot of artists do that. She brought it up. It's a courtesy. People to do, yeah. Beyonce don't have to do shit. We know that Beyonce ain't got to do shit. She's yeah. Beyonce. I'm just trying to imagine she her. She don't owe anybody I'm, to in, anything to anybody. I'm but, just, I'm just imagine her inviting people down to the studio <laughs> for a little so sample. What? So I just don't I see. Mean, I just don't see her doing is that. Female empowerment, a lie or not? I look. That's man, all I'm I saying, look, man. Female empowerment female is in a, a hallucination. <laughs> it's an illusion. Oh, oh, female okay. empowerment <laughs> is a very toxic thing i'm not saying that it does not happen or is not real but female empowerment is very clicky people women choose who they want to empower i agree okay i agree or it's not a whole yeah. thing so the term of female first of all don't don't say female women's empowerment <laughs> the whole term of women's empowerment is a very um a loose cannon because these days women hate on each other for the smallest shit there's no real empowerment in there. Now I will I will say me personally I I am of about women's empowerment. So many women are not. They're mean girls. But I think we can both we can all agree that Beyonce is not one of those people. She's definitely not. Now in this situation, you know, we don't know up close what happened. Just like with, you know, Will Smith and Chris Rock. We're not going to go into that. <laughs> We're not going to go into it. But it's it's a jacked up situation. Khalees should have handled it offline. And Beyonce probably could have gave her a courtesy call. Obviously, she's very busy. We don't even know if Beyonce really did give a courtesy call through Khalees' people. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. Even though Khalees may be talking about this stuff and saying that it may have happened, 
maybe it has happened or maybe it will happen at some point. We just have to give the benefit of the doubt. In the meantime, Khalees should just be fine with the fact that somebody used her records because when she was big with Kaleidoscope at the time, she was a talent to be reckoned with. Nobody else was doing what the hell she was doing when she came out. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I hate you so much like so right now. That song came out. That song played every hour on television. I hated that fucking song. <laughs> but it was a hit. Milkshake. When it dropped. I I, I, I loved uh I hate you so much. I hated fucking bossy. I hated bossy. Bossy, bossy I like hated that song too. Yeah, for, I don't that was her biggest song yeah, though. Yeah, that I don't think Pharrell was even part of that. But yeah. Well Bossy was big because too short was on it. Let's just be honest. Too short was I, way past his prime at that no, point. Let's be no, I th- <laughs> right. I think he was, but, yeah. but he made the song hot. He, he did kill it though. He did kill yeah. it first. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, yeah. But like I said, I think. I mean, could you argue and say her putting this list out was somewhat of a women's empowerment? By you know, like I said, I feel like she like I feel like she ain't had to do that at all. She could have just kept quiet. And let mm-hmm. Khalees find out on her own, and and, and that that would have that, that would have looked worse to me if if she found out on her own and said, "Wait a minute, like I'm I'm sampled on this," but at least she gave the courtesy heads up on Instagram or <laughs> whatever social media. So, but that goes against what Jay Bell said because now uh, Beyonce can go public with this, but Khalees has to go private with her response to it. Like if she feels a certain way about it being unveiled like this and it being promoted like this, I feel like she has a right to speak her mind now. And to be fair, she is mad at Pharrell too. She went at Pharrell in the videos as well. Yeah. It's not yeah. just her being mad at Beyonce. She's just upset that Beyonce ain't give her a heads up or anything like that as a courtesy, which you can say it's petty and silly fire. Fair enough. I just think she has a point personally. Um, I I understand what y'all are saying. Yeah. She technically don't got to do shit. Yeah. Okay. Or, or let me, ain't let me, gotta let me, call nobody. Let me, or clear nothing. Damn let, thing. Let, let me exactly. ask, let me ask both of y'all this: Have y'all ever been in a situation where you ask somebody, "Hey, can I use this or can I borrow that?" Have y'all ever been in a situation like yeah. that? And of course. you and you. I I recently was. Yeah. Yeah, and you use it, borrow it, do whatever, and somebody out of nowhere say, "Hey, who told you to do that? Who told you to do that?" Oh no! Like a friend no, or no, something. No, 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 you, you I know, you ever yeah? I you personally ever, you ever been? I, oh, I was I gonna know. say like when you was younger or something, and your friend said, "Hey, oh not younger. you could you could you could come on the porch or you could do this, you could do that," and then the parent like, "Who told you to do that? No, get off!" And it's like, damn, like I thought I asked this, I you know I thought it was cool, so I think I think Beyonce just kind of went to the source a little bit and felt like she didn't have yeah, to. I, and you have to also put into perspective the fact that she's friends with Pharrell. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. clear it's she's using like, Pharrell's side in this. Yeah, and it's his. Which is also problematic <laughs> in a way, but... Hey, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's, it if it's his, like I said, you know what I mean? If she want to be a real nigga, just say, hey, what's <laughs> up? What's up, Khalees? Yeah. But... Or she could just not use it, period. That's another option that we're missing. She could have not even used the damn sample. And then, so how many people... Maybe she liked it so so, much. So how many people was on this list? Like, do she have to call everybody on this list? 
all 16 records were like accredited. They were accredited with the. Uh, Let, let's see. Let's see who's. Let's name everybody on the list, okay? Can we? Princess can we Loco bring it up? and Tommy Wright the Third. Princess Loco oh. was dead. I'm okay. sure Tommy Wright the Third knew because I, he got paid for it because he yeah, owns that music. I yeah, mean. I was gonna say call them, uh, call their parents or call whoever their family <laughs> and say, hey, can I use Tina, this? Tina Marie is dead. I don't think uh, she called Tina Marie and asked her. She, she, she got, she got called. She her probably called her estate though. Call her she called the estate something. though. Because the estate owns the music. Yeah, exactly. you definitely got to call the. Hey, hey, it's Beyonce. Yeah, I just want. Hey, it's Beyonce. I just want to let y'all know I'm a um I'm gonna use the sample. Use right? Music from Big Frida. You're, you're being sarcastic, Big Biggie, but that's no, five seconds of a fucking phone no, call. No, I'm just man. saying. But it's Beyonce. Beyonce can't do it's that? not. It's not me. It's not me sitting here doing that. It's Beyonce just, probably doing yeah, a million what? things. So, yo, dog, come she, on now. Dog, she got she Beyonce. she went to the source to get it clear. Why else she got to go out her way and, and send birthday cards and shit, man? But she does. She, she does do that. She sends birthday cards yeah, yeah, to people. She, she sends <laughs> bouquets. They're her friends. But her, she got the her, and, her and Kalisa yeah. are not friends. How long has Beyonce been Solange. working on this fucking album, man? You telling me she couldn't in that this whole time when she was recording, <laughs> she couldn't. Beyonce is just so busy. No, I'm just she, look, she can't do a five look, second phone call to one of her kids. old friends. Look, she got three kids. She, she got other people Fair. to watch out for. Let's all, be real. Look, she got all nannies. She, all she got to do is get the shit clear, hold on, hold man. Figgy, Figgy <laughs> like, get, let me Figgy go Paul. to the source Figgy, and get it clear. All right. Figgy, pause for a second. Beyonce may have nannies, but you got to remember for the past two and a half damn years. We've been inside. <laughs> so yeah. she probably been taking care of them kids herself. I'm no, pretty sure she, she got to stay us. <laughs> talking out, watching them. Come on, stop it. She, she probably was helping them kids with herself. Kids. <laughs> right. But at the same time, too, if you read the liner notes, you know what I'm saying? She spent a, a lot of late nights in the studio. And probably during the day, she was around her kids. She took her care of her kids. She kept doing other things. She has businesses and things like that. Now, I'm not saying that that's an excuse not to call Khalees. But we all know, just like Khalees is a very busy woman, Beyonce is too. At the end of the day, both parties, well, really one party, because Beyonce probably can care fuck less. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pharrell and Khalees need to work this shit out. We need to leave Beyonce out of the equation. Or, Khalees I, I and Pharrell need to work this shit out. I take it a step further. I think I think if Beyonce want to be a real. I keep saying real nigga. If you want to be a real nigga, just, nigga. just just give her just give her a credit on it. Exactly. Yeah, I'll be cool with that because look, look I'm over this conversation. No, yeah, because look, ain't nobody else really complained like Khalees was. So if mm -hmm. you know, the, everybody the, else is happy about it. Er, everybody else cool with it, but apparently Khalees is not. So I would, I would reach out and say, "Hey, sorry you feel that way. Sorry you going through that. Here, I got you." Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I think really that would have like, helped too. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I, be surprised I, if I she do that. I honestly feel like nobody else is mad about it. Is because they feel honored by Beyonce to sample their music from one and two. More than likely, they own the music. If you think about a lot of underground bounce artists and underground dance music artists that were probably featured on it, even Tina Marie, who's a state approved of it because they have to approve of it. Donna Summers, a state had to approve the her using that sample on her song Summer Renaissance. They're happy with it because they know the giant that Beyonce is as an artist. They respect her as an artist. 
the fact that Khalees is so mad, this is a lot and a testament to the fact. I think it's more about the relationship. They haven't it talked is. in years. They have, they're not that close anymore. Cause you know, you think about it now, Nas and Jay-Z are cool. They're friends. Mm-hmm. You know, when they weren't cool, she was married to Nas at the time, but she's always been friends with Solange. So it's about the relationship that her and Beyonce have or had, and they don't have that relationship anymore. So it's a, it's a principle, you know, but like I said, because we keep going around in circles about this conversation, <laughs> Khalees and Pharrell need to handle their business. Leave Beyonce out their equation. Yeah, but here, here's the thing, and I, I'll leave and it here at we this. Go. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at this. I'll leave it at this. Okay. Let's imagine uh, it, to put yourself into it, like Figgy. Let's say uh, you 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 were cool with somebody, and y'all had a mutual friend as well, and then you had beef with that mutual friend, and so y'all don't talk no more. And you always felt kind of weird about it. And let's, let's say he's a producer at the damn radio station. And let's say that uh, the, that the cool the guy you weren't you, you don't talk to the, any both of them anymore basically. But the two dudes who and one of them you weren't cool with at all started using one of your drops, something you made. Yeah. Now you it, it's not the end of the world, but you would feel a certain way knowing that that person. Is still, I know I'm making this real confusing. No, no, I got you. Just, it, the, the, the point I'm getting at is the fact that her relationship with Pharrell is still so fucked up that it looks like a mess when she is working with Pharrell. And it seems like, because when you have a problem with somebody and you might have a mutual friend, you start to imagine things in your head like, I bet they're talking about me. I bet mm-hmm. they're being petty about me. I bet they're just trying to fuck with me. Yeah. And this is what she's going through right now. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't think it's really, I don't think it's that deep, but I'm just saying how she probably feels when she has a problem with Pharrell and Pharrell's still cool with Beyonce and they're working together. She yeah. sees her name listening to some shit. She's not going to take it as a sign of respect. Yeah. That, she's going to take it as a, a power move and a diss. Yeah, and I I totally get that. And I said earlier, I probably would have did the same thing if I was in her position. I I would probably be offended too. I just Wait, think somebody. I just, oh, somebody. Holly, Rachel, Rachel Worshipper says, are a lot of artists lined up to sample her music? Is she talking um, about Beyonce? I think I think she's talking about Kalise. Oh, I mean, maybe. Not. I think May, I, I mean I she, think she has some hits. I think they I, people, will. I think yeah. they will yeah. eventually. I think they will dig into the Khalees catalog. Uh, catalog. Yeah, I was like, because Beyonce, I've been sampling Beyonce stuff. Yeah, I would be surprised if uh, people start sampling, just make a uh, remake of Milkshake or some shit. Yeah, it's coming. Soon. <laughs> but, I hope not. I hate yeah. that damn song too. Yeah, but like I said, I I I, I, t- I totally get where she's coming from. Like and I, I'm with her on it. If I, I would do the same thing. I just think Beyonce. I think trying to call everybody up on this list after you want to get it cleared by somebody that that own the record and that they don't own. I think that's a lot, man. If I was in Beyonce position, probably I would probably be like, "Yo, you got her number? I hit her up real quick." But. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Beyonce just trying to get the shit cleared and keep it moving. <laughs> Let Take me to the source. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what happened. And like y'all said, there's a reason for the other artists to take it as respect 
Yeah, no, because I they don't it. have no problem with Beyonce or the people that Beyonce work with. Yeah, no. But in Kalisa's case, she yeah. got beef with Pharrell. She know Pharrell and Beyonce still cool. And yeah. then to see her name come out like this, yeah. she's gonna assume the worst. I I think if and I understand I, that. Yeah, I think if Kalisa and Pharrell didn't have this beef at all, I mm. think Kalisa would probably be fine with it. I think yeah, she I think, so too. I think it wouldn't be this video and all this other stuff. Yeah. So I think we came to an agreement there. I think we can yeah. leave it at that. Because <laughs> I think we so we'll we'll see how this goes. Um I don't think anything's gonna come of it. I think this might get resolved behind closed doors. Maybe somebody Beyonce might reach out. Maybe Pharrell might reach out. Uh, we might not even see the res- resolution of this. But yeah, unless Kalise say something. Resolved. Yeah, Kalise yeah. might say, "Hey, we talk, we good." Yeah. <laughs> so I think I, I think that's Kalise is going to say that. Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen. I think so. We'll see. We'll see if anything develops. We'll we'll of course talk about it on the podcast. But yeah, leave it at that. That was a good discussion though. Yeah. Um. So we don't want to hold you too long, Jay Bell. We know you got things to do. It's getting kind of no, late. No, you're fine. Okay, you're totally okay. fine. I'm good. Right, well, in that case, we're going to do what Weatherbro knows, okay? We got a lot of relationship <laughs> things to talk about. Um, what a Lord. lot of y'all think y'all women are doing. I know. Now I'm just for, for I just got to say, I'm getting sick of, okay? All y'all <laughs> said what a bro in. knows. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's that's our relationship. Yeah, it's our little segment session. we do. Yeah. Oh, um, don't talk to me about men. They get on my nerves. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of this going on, on social media. I've heard a lot of stuff about a man not being the leader of the friend group. Have you heard about that shit? You know, you no. haven't heard that? No. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to even bring that up because that was kind of stupid. It turned into a meme anyway. <laughs> but that's what people have been debating for a while. Um, and also, I see here. Baby Jade says if a man is paying the bills and taking care of your needs, then making him a sandwich at 3 a.m. shouldn't be an issue if he asks. Hell no. He need to get up and make his own damn sandwich. No, 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 no. <laughs> First of all, he ain't going to be paying all the bills. I'm going to help some. If we what if both you don't working, need to? What if he says don't pay the bills? I got you. You, you would demand but, to pay regardless? But, yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable with that. Why? Like, I feel like because I feel like when a man can pay all, when a man pays all the bills in the house, then he can control you and what you do. Like he, See, then he, he expects things from you that that may be out your that ain't like you. making a sandwich occasionally. First of all, I'm not getting up at no 3 a.m. Would you rather pay half of a two thousand dollar rent, or would you rather make a sandwich at 3 a.m.? I'll make the sandwich at 3 p.m., not 3 a.m. <laughs> to me, to me, this is like asking, would you rather Thank you, hit- Holly w- Worshipper. I love you. <laughs> oh, yeah. He said uh, she needs to be a regular on the Gems of Jew podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to have to bring it back. Yeah. Uh, definitely. But- That's what y'all said last time. I ain't been on here in two years. <laughs> <laughs> ain't been two years, have it? It ain't been no two years. It's been a year, year and a half. It's almost two years. We're going to get you on more, I promise. Mm -hmm. That's that's on me. But to me, this is like saying, hey, would you rather rather hit the lottery and um, and just get up at 3 a.m. to make a sandwich or just live kind of check to check and paying your own shit? I would get up 3 a.m. I do that now. I would get up 3 a.m. Like, if you told me I would be good, don't have to pay anything ever, 
but I just got to wake up at 3 a.m. to make a sandwich and somebody say so, I will set my damn alarm clock right now to get up to make a damn sandwich. I feel like it comes to a peace of mind. <laughs> I honestly feel like I'd rather struggle and pay my own shit than to depend on a man to pay my bills and get up at 3 a.m. <laughs> to make him a damn sandwich. I need my peace of mind because I'm sleeping at 3 a.m. Don't you fucking bother me about no damn sandwich. Kick your ass out. Everything with y'all got to be a, a power dynamic. And most men don't think that way at all. We don't. We don't think of we control you and you do whatever we say. I feel like y'all project that on yourselves. <laughs> I'm with Holly. Now you buy me a car, a nice car. Then maybe I'll make you a sandwich at 3 a.m. Like if an most... M3 is in my garage, then I'll make you a sandwich. I buy me a, a damn lot, nice a car. Lot of debates about women getting upset about men expecting them to cook. Yeah. And I think that's a little ridiculous, man. I feel like in most men, they, they make it such a big like, oh, we you should know how to cook yourself. We shouldn't be up here cooking you four course meals every day. No man is asking for that, okay? <laughs> no man expects food every home cooked meal. No, come on. <laughs> in in real life, J Bell. Nobody saying some. cook me back in the Twitter center. <laughs> Nobody no You're no man today. No See, Twitter ain't the, real oh, life, no, J. No, don't you say the, don't you say the men of today? Don't you say the men of today? Because you I'm really don't in be the real <laughs> world. That's why I can the say men, that. Okay. There are men on Twitter, and there are men Twitter. out there that expect you to submit to them the moment you go on your first date. To, you know with them. why they're saying that? Because they get engagement, and y'all retweet <laughs> and say, "Look at this nigga," and then they get more tweets, and then they get more subscribers to the podcast, and y'all blow this stuff up. It's not real life. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm a man. I know what men. But you're think not like. all men. You're not all men. I'm 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 the average type of guy. Okay, I don't have world. You one man. I speak. <laughs> For the rights, okay? For the gender. <laughs> he just laughing okay? at it. You one man. I speak for the look. Figgy can back me up on this too. Figgy is not asking his wife. He's married. He's not asking his wife to have a home cooked meal for him every day. But he's. I'm sure he would like her to cook sometimes. I'll be telling her. I'm sure she does cook sometimes. Think, hold on. I don't think there's nothing wrong with cooking dinner every once in a while for your man or your husband. Okay. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, I'm not getting up at no three damn a.m. to cook you no, make you no damn sandwich. Now I'll make sure that dinner's on the table when you get home, so you can eat before you go to bed. And you shouldn't be eating a sandwich at three a.m. anyway, so that you get fat. It's bad I eating. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem now eating late. Now, now I think so, the I think the lady that said the whole sandwich three three a.m. I think she was kind of overreacting to it a little bit, but I think her point is. I would do whatever my man say um, if he's if he paying every single thing if he looking out for me because that was a whole issue with that that was a whole that was a whole discussion with the Cam Newton thing because Cam wanted somebody to mm. um, had you know dinner ready every time he come home you know stay home cook clean blah 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 wait but he had that he had that with his ex girlfriend and he, he still cheated on her and had a whole nother baby she had four of his damn kids. <laughs> We don't know the other I, side. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I can, yeah, okay. Oh, y'all, that's the excuse y'all use. Okay. <laughs> but see, my thing is, 
you know, the problem I have with it is you 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 got a guy. Let's say the guy guy's an athlete or something. Let's say he's an honest athlete who don't go around cheating and all that stuff. But he's a you know millionaire. My problem is if he if he kind of wants you to just stick around at home, you know, you can do what you want to do, but you know, make sure you cook and you know, look out for the kids and all that stuff. I have a problem with the women that say, "Oh no, I I, I need to be doing other stuff." It's like doing what? And then the first thing they say, "Oh, Working. I can." What you need to work Who wants for? To work? And, and your Who man wants is a millionaire. Oh, what? Hold on, hold on. If I have a career that I already established before I met my man or my husband, by the way, I am single. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey. Whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever to that. If I already established my career before I met you, I'm not just going to automatically stop it just because you decide you want to pay my bills. Now, what I will do is I'll have extra money in my pocket so I can take myself shopping to pay my own damn nails. Okay. With money. But you're going to take yourself shopping with I'm his not, money anyway, though. You're right. And then I'll have extra money to shop for my own, too. There so you go. Wait. Let, let's, <laughs> Bam, say, boom. let's say you find a man who's a multimillionaire and he says, look, Jay Bell, I love you. I want to get married, but I want a stay-at-home wife who takes care of the kids. So I like you Absolutely to stay not. at home. You would say, "Why?" Absolutely not. Multi-millionaire, you would not have to worry about because a single I, bill because... for the rest of your life. You can have your side business, this... side hustles. You yeah. can invest. You can help right with there. things. But he wants you to stay at home and take care of the kids. Why would you not? I do have. That? I have ADD like a motherfucker. I need to always be doing something. And it ain't going to be taking care of kids all damn day. Number one, I'm only having two. So if he wants more than that, then he going to have to figure something else out. Um, and number like number three, I was raised by a man. My father raised me by myself. And he always has raised me to the point of, like, I have to do for myself. So that habit, I will never be comfortable with doing i will never be comfortable with my man taking care of me because the day he decides he don't want to take care of me no more and decides he wants to put me out then what the hell am i gonna do what am i gonna do but, but now see, i gotta start over but see i think you I, I think a lot of women are guilty of this by the way not just you but i feel like women look at the worst possible situation yes 100 yeah like like it could be he could be the real deal like don't I, I feel like women make a mistake by saying when if he do this or when if he cheat when if he do that he might be the real deal so See, let's Taylor say, agrees with me he said that's a good woman right there how she's still single I, I want to know too Taylor <laughs> she puts her career over everything as she's already said okay she what's wrong with time, that though she don't have time for men Look, look, I didn't know. Hold on. Hold on, Ryan. Now, don't be I probably won't be able to get pregnant anyway. And in this economy and in the way the world is right now, why would I want to bring kids into this world anyway? Because kids are cool. You want kids? Kids are expensive. <laughs> yeah. The nigga, the man gonna be taking care of it in this hypothetical situation, okay? And, and okay. That's great. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, I established my career 
before I even met you, before you <laughs> was even a thought in my mind. So, I'm not going to stop that. So, so, why would you why? not? Because I would be bored being a stay-at-home mom and wife. See, like I said. I have to have a job. Yeah, I think you. Or, or okay, oh, wait, 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 hold. The compromise would have to be he helps me start my own company, my own production media company. Then he can, we have he a we have that because he's honestly, providing honestly, for you with no, the millions of dollars he got. But see, see, to be right, honest, he can use that million dollars to invest in my company. And see, I think he pro honestly he probably would. He probably would. He probably he see, probably there, there you go. he probably wouldn't mind you working. Then I would be a stay at home. See, this is the thing. Exactly. If you're doing something you love, I'm sure he wouldn't mind it. He wouldn't say no. Stop doing yeah. radio because I need you home. Yeah, right. I think. I think I think the whole I think the whole thing is he probably wants you more at home with the kids and stuff. If he if he say, Hey well, babe, let me build you a studio in the house. You can still do your thing, but still be around, make sure dinner is ready and I I want a home cooked meal type of thing. I don't see nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't see I, look I feel I would take that. I feel I feel like men say they want a woman that's at home that takes care of them hand and foot and takes care of the kids and all that stuff. But then when they actually have it in front of their face and the woman has basically so much free time and always in the man's face, then that becomes a problem. And then the man wants to cheat. I mean, you shouldn't He's be going to cheat regardless. I, that, that's one thing. Yo, that's you can't ask for two things be at once. If the, because <laughs> no, because if the woman is at home and she's your stay at home wife and the mom she gonna nag your ass because she no, ain't got nothing see, else to what, do her whole life is you guys what she can't exactly. leave she why why can't there be just peace and calm why she have to no, be see, nagging you why she have to be complaining asking, that's asking for too much ryan, ryan you're asking what? for i don't know <laughs> what you're asking for you're asking don't for nag a me all day. wife what you asking for a uh Oh, Stepford White. I can't keep her on lock. What is dog? You're acting like I'm asking for her to grow wings and and fly away and, and fucking. You're making powers. no sense though. You have to choose between the two. If why if you she's have to choose between the two? Because if you want to stay at home, wife and mother, she's mm -hmm. literally her life surrounds and evolve like it, it's around you guys. It's around her husband, making sure her husband is always taken care of, has his clothes ready, his food, his dinner ready, all that stuff, and then taking care of the kids, I, making sure they get off to school. And then in yeah. the middle of the day, what is she gonna do? I, I th look, what is she gonna do in the middle what, of the day? And see, and look, and like I said, we kind of think of the worst things possible, but let's let's say this man is a millionaire. You're not just gonna be in the you house. Say that one more time. You're not gonna be in the house the whole time. I'm sure you're, you're gonna, gonna be shopping. Yeah, because I know, I know, you're gonna, I, exactly. I know, I actually know. Shopping gets boring after but, a while. So, so what would you like to do if, in the perfect world, if you had to choose your schedule with your millionaire man? What type of things would you be you. doing? Just work. If he's a, if he's a multi-millionaire. If he invests in my media production company, meaning build me a studio in the back of the house. Where I can do my podcast, I can do video. Basically, I'm setting myself up to do my own thing independently. I don't have to work for no company. I'll be a stay-at-home and wife because you know why? Between those hours while you're at work and the kids are at school, I could be working on that content. But see, that's put out. But see, that's what a lot of stay-at-home moms do. I actually know a stay-at-home exactly. mom who you know she don't have to work at she don't work at all. All she do is uh, she first of all her kids are homeschooled. So no, we ain't doing that. Yeah, so she she do that, but she do all type of random shit while her husband gone, and she perfectly fine with that. And she actually went to school and That's got it. She actually went to school and got a degree in something in the medical field, 
So if shit hit the fan, which every woman feel like it, shit going to hit the fan at the end. Because she can men rebound. decide at any point in time when they're done and when they're no longer wanting to be with you or be in love with you and or no longer want to hold don't. on to you. I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I, did, did that come out my mouth? You're, you're putting come this out my all mouth. on men, though. Like men, you, men just arbitrarily decide we're done with you. Number one, I feel what, like what, men. What does I, the title say? What a bro knows. Yes. Ain't this about men? Okay, then. I feel like, look, I'm saying, I feel like men, men will cheat. That's one thing men do. Like we, we can cheat. We have the propensity to cheat. Look, we can't help it. We get horny. We see a fine bitch. We want to smash. Okay. Why she got to be a bitch though? Why she got to be a bitch? Uh, You know what I mean, girl. But the point is, the point is, I feel like men will not blow the whole thing up arbitrarily. We won't put you out. We won't say, get the fuck out. I'm tired of you. Like we will, we will, we want to keep you happy. Like that goes back to the division song. <laughs> it don't mean we don't love you. I hate that song. I know I trashed it, but there is some truth in there. Like, bro, men, bro. men just will stop while you're ahead. Look, I'm just saying, men will fight longer to keep the whole thing together than women do. Y'all arbitrarily men. decide to walk out. No, men it, will men make a it. choice if they feel like a woman is worth fighting for. Not every woman that they end up with, they feel like they want to fight for. Some women they just decide to walk away from and just be done with it. This has happened mm. to me many times. Many times. I'm the one that be fighting for the relationship. These men walk away from me. And before you ask me what the hell did I do, I didn't do <laughs> shit. <laughs> but be myself. <laughs> I'm sure you was like, I, I, not tonight, babe. I got to work on my content. Oh, no, I never did that. <laughs> I never did that. Well, I, I mean, if, ch- they weren't, if they weren't good in bed, then I'd be like, yeah, I don't think I'm you ready for the night. You sitting here no, trying to take me on no. a date? Bitch, I got radio to do. I, I got to do got I got a career, right. okay? I got a career. Uh, I ain't got time for your dates and flowers and shit. <laughs> Both of y'all ain't shit. Both of y'all ain't shit. Okay. And back to what you're saying that men just don't decide to throw a woman out. Have you not seen Diary of a Mad Black Woman? You're talking about movies. Okay, we are now citing Tyler Perry movies as like real life experiences now. Hey. Hey, Come that's happened now. in real what? life. Some so, some woman has been through that. So, Don't play with so me. So what about the other Tyler Perry movie where um where where it's or Taraji pretty much broke up with the dude and the dude became a billionaire the next day. And he got married and all this other shit. Remember what? what she uh, don't remember that one. I'm sure. Oh, acrimony. Yeah. No, you just had to. No, nope. She worked that's, hard to make sure he finished school. And then once and he became a did. millionaire. She dipped. No, she didn't. Taraji, no, she didn't. Taraji dipped, didn't she? No, she was still married to him. He started cheating on her. And well, then she tried to leave. No, I think he... He did her yeah. dirty. Boy, don't make me look up the title. Don't make me look up the <laughs> No, because remember her sisters were sitting there saying, hey, you need to leave this broke-ass dude. He, he over here trying to make a career that ain't about to be nothing. And it was some invention. He, I think he used all her money and all this other shit. And when she finally left, his invention skyrocketed. And this dude became a it billionaire. Follows, the title, it says, it follows a loyal wife who decides to take revenge on her ex-husband who has wronged her life. Okay, yeah. this is the plot. So, so, this is the plot. Hold on. This is the plot. Melinda Moore is a steadfast, hardworking wife who supports her husband. 
Robert Gale, an engineer trying to sell an innovative battery design, a running total dwindling balance of proceed or uh, uh, balance of the procedure Melinda receives after her mother. Oh, she got money. She got the money. Yeah. And she he- received after her mother's death is betrayed as the couple gets in over their heads in debt and it fractures the marriage over time. And then it fra- it, they break so, it down into different so ways. Let, that so let me, so I, I don't think Rock has seen this movie. So let me explain to you pretty much in a nutshell what the movie was. This dude got with this girl. Her, I think her mom died or something like that. So they got a lot of money. And he was spending a lot of that money trying to help his business or invention or whatever that was. And it, it wasn't doing anything. And they end up becoming in debt. She was unhappy. He was unhappy. Where she got fed up, where she was like, this broke-ass nigga, I'm gone type thing. And she ended up leaving him. And he his adventure ended up taking off. Now, now I'm being funny by saying it took off the next day. But he ended up becoming a fucking billionaire and ended up getting with somebody that I think that kind of took care of him after his wife left. And she tried to come back because she felt like that was hers. And, mm-hmm. you know, but she left. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the whole that was kind of the whole premise of the movie. All wrong. I'm looking <laughs> at it right now. Mm, I That's believe Figgy. I believe Figgy. It's funny because this movie, like, I did not know what I was getting into with this movie. I thought it was gonna be a typical niggas ain't shit movie. But the dude glue, it is. He, he actually glue up and became you know, he came a right businessman and he gave her some money. That's the other part. No, this is what he, gave, he gave her he actually was cheat- No, he was actually cheating on Taraji with the woman he ended up with. So he Did was Taraji cheating. Did know he was cheating? Yes, it says he. No. This dude did some real nigga shit, man. He gave her a lot of money for, you know, looking out where she was good for life. But she was pissed because the other girl, she felt like the other girl was in her spot. And so she went totally crazy. And if she would have stuck around just a little bit more, she would have been good. Because I think in the movie, he cheated like one time, and she kind of held that over his head for a long time. Mm, of course, y'all do. But yeah, we might wow. have to we might have to watch that movie as a podcast and discuss. <laughs> have a movie I don't night. Hold nothing over your head. <laughs> if you cheat on me, I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, if you, your favorite Beyonce could get over it, I think you can get over it too, Jayville. Okay. We all make that's mistakes. Be, that that nope. That's Beyonce. Beyonce okay. can do what the hell she wants. Yeah, she's a queen <laughs> of the world. She yeah. set the example. I didn't say all that. She is. She set the <laughs> oh example. Oh my god, so Ryan! Go after she cheated, after he cheated, y'all can be okay too. Okay, it's just no, me. the hell we can't because I ain't yeah, fucking. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh oh. Then she having some. She part. refilling the drink. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I think she is. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, I thought that was funny. The girl said um, she'd get up three in the morning to make a sandwich. Yeah. Shit, I would. If I if everything, if, if somebody paid all my bills and I was good, I would fuck it. I, I'd get up anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing between, like, men and women. I feel like men really... Like we we know what working all the time feels like, and we don't want to do it for the rest of our fucking life, man. Yeah. But 
like if I found a sugar mama, I would quit and I would live a life of luxury. I don't give a fuck. I'll stay at home, <laughs> whatever she wants. Like, okay. I'd yeah. rather do that than have to work for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, but, that's y'all. Janelle, yeah. I still want to work. I'm but sorry. But I see, why? But see, why? Yeah. Like, but see, you can still work, but you don't necessarily have to work, though. Because exactly, yeah, you could. I you don't can, have to can, work, but can, I want to work, and can, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. The, the 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 problem is, you only want to work out of fear that you'll become too dependent on a man. I don't that's want to really, become dependent really, on a man. Exactly. I don't think there's nothing that, wrong with that. And that's why you want to work. You don't want to work because you love working. You just want to work. Who likes to that. work? <laughs> My point exactly. But y'all just want to work. I don't. As a let me. Net let me. For a man. Yeah. Let me show. But let me tell you the you difference, though. Let me. Future. Let me break down what I mean, though. I don't want to work for another company. If my husband is a multi-millionaire and he's investing in my company, my company, my own company. Why has it got to be about you? Why has it got to be about your? Why? Why got to be about your company? Hmm. So you could dip. You exactly. just want to so dip. You could, so you could blow yeah. off, off his money and then find a better man and leave. <laughs> Both of y'all sound crazy as hell. I, I can't win for it. nothing in this argument. No, because you <laughs> you want to make up shit that don't I'm make that don't exist. Anything. Yes, you you just said that a woman would just leave a man uh, to be trifling shit all of a sudden. But then a woman that wants to actually work and be proactive and be productive in her own life, have her own life separate from her family. It's also a problem. I can't I, win this argument, so I'm done with it. Y'all do what the fuck you want to do. I'm, all I'm saying is, all these career women, in my in my pers- personal opinion, I feel like they're super invested in careers that ain't even worth it. You know, but but they they let it take over their entire life, and it's just out of the fear that they don't want to be dependent on a man. That's their only thing about it. They don't want to be dependent on a man, so they want to work. They want to have their own thing, and I get it. But if you find a guy that's right for you, it's okay to submit in some ways. Okay. If you really love the guy and you think he's a solid guy, it's okay yeah. to submit. Okay. To quit your damn job. Okay. And if he's the right guy for you and he loves you and respects you, he doesn't mind you having a career either. But why do you want a career? But, 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 why but see, you but keep see, asking you me the same thing. But see, I think. What? I think if my you... career is worth fighting for. Hold on, I... Figgy. Hold oh. on, Figgy. My career is worth fighting for because I've come a long fucking way from where I was. First I of all, it. let, let me just it. let me. Okay, so therefore, why would I change or drop anything just because a man tells me he's going to take care of me for the rest of my life? Because it's not. A, that's it's a not about option than having to work. No, for it's somebody. not. It's yes, not it always. That's why I say if he invests in my company. So I can do stuff on my own by myself, not work for another company. Then I'm fine. That's a compromise. I'm compromising. That's what happens in relationships too, because I don't want to just stay at home and do nothing and just shop all the fucking time. That ain't fun to me. You have to just stay at home and do nothing. But why does it have to be? I don't want to shop. But I don't want to shop all the time because I want my own career. Why can't your life be about supporting your husband? I am doing that while having my own stuff. Okay, okay. He can support me just as much as I support him. It's a two-way street. Yeah, I think because at the end of the day, at the end, hold on, hold on. At the end of the day, any man that does not support your career or what you want to do, and what you and what you want in your life, that's not love. That's ego. He wants to control you. He wants to keep you in his corner. 
Mm. He wants he wants you to have the world revolve around him and you not have nothing for yourself. This is something for myself. Because I, I literally think... see it with my mom. My mom dropped her whole life for her boyfriend who's never going to marry her, never going to clean up the house that they live in and do anything with it that she wants to do. He's only holding on to her out of ego. I don't think I don't think most men want some some woman to only be worried about them and only and not have anything by themselves. Okay. But my thing is that it's just I don't think it's asking a lot to have somebody stay at home personally. I, Tab says I would still work if I won the lottery. I would have hobbies, okay? I would not have a job that I go I, to and answer to somebody else and it, deal with the bullshit. If I won the lottery, and, I would and, have hobbies. And see, and see, can have hobbies too. And see, I think that's the thing because Jay Jay Bell, you love. I know. I know you. You love radio. You love media. You love that type of thing. So we kind of look at that as not really work. Work. So you know, you doing that, you know, for fun. That's you know, that's kind of cool. I mean, it might not make as much money, but. It's fun. That's not for fun for me though. That's the, that's the difference. That wouldn't be for fun for me. That would actually be work, because when you're in media and you're in radio, you're working with relationships to yeah. get opportunities. You're not just sitting on a podcast and and or I should say, you're not just sitting somewhere and just creating TikTok but, content just for fun. But, you're creating people. Most people that do content. They're making money off that shit through brand names, yeah, but working you, with brand names, things like that. But you like doing that though. That you enjoy doing do. that. That's a it's a fun job. It's not it's not like right. it's not like working a corporate job where, you know, you not you you kind of hate it. It's still corporate. Yeah, no, still, it's still I, corporate. No, no, I'm talking about like like I I look at our radio job as fun. Like it's still work. We still have hard days, but it's I wouldn't trade it for the world. I would I wouldn't go back to my old job. I I enjoyed. I would do this 100 times out of 100 times over my old job, but. Let's say you wasn't in radio. Let's say you wasn't doing radio. Let's say you was working at a uh, a clothing store or something like that, and you get with this guy. Would you still work at this clothing store to try to you know because you want to you know keep that security, or are you gonna be like nah screw nah screw that I'm out <laughs> like I'm I'm good right now. Maybe I could make some money elsewhere by doing something I like. It depends. What kind of discount am I getting in the store? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I worked at Levi's. I got forty percent off. That, so that, I mean, that's, that's all Levi's needs are expensive. But if if that if that job is not fun to you, you is not about to work that joint. You are gonna be like, fuck that. I don't need that shit. It's I like, would do that. It's like it's like, would, it's like I would do that anyway. Regardless yeah. if I'm with somebody or single, if I'm not liking the job, I'm gonna quit it. Regardless if my yeah. husband supports it. Yeah. Or not. But see, a lot of people have a lot of women have a job they might not like. And then they get with that millionaire. And that's kind of like, oh, shit, like I'm out. I don't need this fucking job. I can start my own business. I could, you know, you you see a lot of, you know, no disrespect to the Instagram girls. But you see a lot of Instagram girls start their own shit. And, you know, and that's what I just said. And y'all keep attacking me, attacking me for it. <laughs> no, but see, I still think you can do that and still kind of be that at home wife. Without, you know, being, you know, like. That's what I just said, Figgy. I said that. (laughs) People that are listening and watching right now. Did I just not say that? I said if my husband was willing to invest in my media company, then I would more than likely be a stay-at-home wife and mother. But are you, so 
I think the question is, are you keep are you doing this media job for security? Because just in case something bad happened down the line, which everybody keep feeling like a man might leave and you ain't gonna have nothing. Are you keeping that job because of that? Or are you doing it because it's just something you love doing? I love doing it. But I also yeah. like the security. Yeah, that, see that's I mean, the, it's, see, it's, I think that's it's kind of a that's see that's I think that's the part the security part. Because like if I was a millionaire and I was with a woman who said, you know, hey, I'm just keeping this job for security, I'm gonna be a little offended. I'm like, damn, you think I'm gonna do something bad or or I might think but you trying not. to leave. That that's how I would feel. If 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 I said, hey girl, I you know, if everything is good and I said you don't have to work, and she said, Hey, I wanna start, I wanna be a fashion designer, I wanna do this. But if she said, "Hey, I want to do this because of, you know I need I need that security," I'm gonna be like, "Damn!" Like maybe she trying to leave me, or she feel like I'm gonna leave her. But I didn't. What you asked me was, would I stay in the job? Am I staying in the job because I like it, or the for the security? What I said is, I love what I do, but also I like having security doesn't necessarily mean I'm working it for security. Let's be honest, radio and media, unless you're in a big ass market like LA, New York or Chicago or Miami, or even Houston where you guys are, you're not making shit yeah. doing this. Yeah. So I like to have the security and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with having a nest egg? Life throws you curveballs. I'm sorry. I don't want you just don't know. I don't want to wake up one day and my man or my husband decides that they no longer want to be in this relationship and I have no rights to the money. At least I have me a little nest egg to be prepared. Or even if we end up staying together for the rest of our lives, I have something set aside for our kids where they don't have to pay for a damn thing through college. Yeah, I or when I decide to retire, I have money. Now I can go travel the fucking world, do whatever the fuck I want to do. And see, I, and, and that last point you just said, I think that's perfect because, like, I, I brought up the lady that that's a house a housewife, pretty much. She was working part time at Starbucks, and she didn't need. She definitely didn't need that job, but she was using that money for for their kids' college fund. So it was kind of it was giving her something. It was it was giving her something to do. And she was it, that money was going strictly to something that was productive later on. See, I think that's fine. I think to me, I think it's I, I don't want to say troubling, but if she had that job and she said, yeah, you know, I just, you know, just a security just in case my man decides to up and leave me. I think I don't I think you should probably question if you even should be with that guy in the first place, if you feel like he might up and leave you. That's all. That's all I was saying. I think it's nothing. Look, it's nothing. I have no problem with somebody working, even though they man a millionaire. I just think I. I think it's look. It's kind to me. It's it's kind of the same thing as like a guy saying, "Hey, I I got to get a prenup because you never know. This this girl might divorce me and take all my money. So let me just get a prenup. I think that's kind of. I would. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole nother discussion. I would get a prenup. I, yeah, I don't see. No, I would get a prenup. I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with it. What's mine is mine. What's mine is mine, and what's yours is mine. Yeah, but you kind of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but you kind of see why a woman would be upset because she she might feel offended. Like, hey, like, what you, you think I'm gonna just up and leave you? 
So they might be a little offended at the prenup thing. Which so I, wait, if a man, if a, wait a minute, I got to ask this now. If you, let's say, Jay Bell, you're marrying a millionaire and he said, um, I'd like you to sign this prenup, which says that whatever you came in with in this relationship is what you leaving with. Would you still that's sign? Fine. Okay. That's fine. Okay. If there's kids involved, then that's different. Yeah, of course. Pay money for the yeah. kids. But if it's just me and you and we don't work out, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's your money. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair I need your I money for. I agree. That's why yeah. alimony is a crime and should be abolished. <laughs> no, I don't agree with that. Depends nah. on how long you've been married to that person. Mm-hmm. How much I mean, you went through in that marriage. Over. I shouldn't have to fund your lifestyle. I'll pay for the kids, but I ain't going to pay for your excursions after it's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, first of all, if I was getting alimony, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't even use that money to pay for excursions. I'll be yeah, paying. You would use it for your media mortgage. company. I know, Jay Bell, okay? <laughs> first, of, first of all, smart ass. <laughs> I'll be paying a, a mortgage with that money. That's what I would be doing with that. And then my own money. That's why I go on my excursions. <laughs> pay for my media company. <laughs> uh, Holly Retro Worshipper says he could get hurt like Thelma husband Keith on Good Times. I don't remember that episode. Mm. I, for, I forgot a lot I of Good know. Times. I watched a lot of Good Times in syndication when I was a kid, but I forgot a lot other than uh, James Evans dying mm. and um, some random shit. Like I think uh, JJ gotten involved with a gang at one point. I remember that episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, for, I forgot yeah, the one about Thelma. Oh, I remember a Janet Jackson getting burned by the iron. Mama, no. I remember. remember that shit, of course. <laughs> but I forgot about Keith on Good Times. I forgot about that whole storyline. I gotta look that up. Was Keith the light-skinned one? Was that Michael? Mm, no, nah, yeah, Michael was a little kid. Yeah, little Michael light-skin. was the brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Oh, you I, said Thelma's husband. Yeah. Okay, Thelma. I'm trying okay. to think. I can't remember. I That's ain't, my mama I, name. I forgot she got married. My mama's name is Thelma. <laughs> Yeah. It might have been in a later season. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I don't like, I don't like good times after James died, man. Yeah, it, <laughs> it got just got weird. too got sad, too, too serious. Wait, not, it, no, I actually got way too goofy because every episode was about JJ and like him getting into crazy shit, and then there were some super dark episodes too. So yeah, yeah it, was, it, it, it just got yeah. You, it, I think a lot of is that why John Amos him. left because uh, JJ was like the star yeah. of it or something like that. Well, yeah, actually, I, he left he, because he, it was too serious. I think. Yeah, well, actually, he didn't leave it voluntarily. He got basically uh, he talked about in an interview. He he got a call and they said, good news. The show's been renewed for another season. Bad news. You're not in it. Mm. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? Damn. So, nah, he didn't. I know that. He got fired. I, oh, OK. I ain't know that. I, I heard he um, I guess he wasn't a fan of how serious the show was getting. No, that's true too. He had like he they I didn't that's why he left because he was having issues with the people in creative, but like he didn't like how the show was going. But yeah. he still was a part of the show. He didn't quit. Okay, he just okay. Got fired. damn, I didn't know that part. Damn. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> <laughs> um, other things that happened this week, real quick, and we can almost wrap this one up. I think. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, I feel like we forgot a lot of shit that happened, but this has been a long podcast, so we might just circle <laughs> back next week. Yeah, I can't think of nothing else really. Um, Beyonce album out now. Yeah, um, you ain't talk about thick. Oh, that yeah, that song. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's very juvenile. <laughs> I feel, but hey, 
it, it, she, I guess she wants a song in a strip club. I'm mad at and it. Back that thing up. That's what she was trying to do. Back I was looking at the up. lyrics to this song, man. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Back man. that thing up. That's Beyonce. Ugh, she that used that sample. Stroke, eat that shit. Long, nice strokes. Man, <laughs> like what? Beyonce that nasty. Coochie la la. Like, come on, man. <laughs> we we were talking. We were talking about the depth of songwriting the last podcast, the division song coming out, and how unsubtle it is, and how that's a terrible song. But I feel like this song is right next to it. Mm. Like we can't I even. Disagree. Where is the creativity in songwriting now? <laughs> where is it coming from? Where can you? That is creative. Like, where can you? What happened to double entendres uh, when talking about sex? Where it could be you're talking about sex, you're talking about uh, a fucking weed or something. Nobody yeah. knows for sure. Brown sugar. What happened to that? Have you not read sex novels like these romantic? No, sex I don't read novels. Sex novels. Come on, now. these romance novels full of sex. They do the same thing. The same books. <laughs> yeah, those same books was nasty. Oh, That's what Beyonce was going for. Nasty. I think she was. I think she kind of overdid it though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me sit this ace. Yeah. This yeah, Rocket. Rocket's nasty too. Ass. Waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> but this song, like, she didn't even have any metaphors or euphemisms for what she was talking about. The song comes in, ass getting bigger, racks getting bigger, cash getting larger. He thought he was loving me good. I told him to go harder. I'm sure she wanted oh, to say fucking, but she decided to dial it back a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, so y'all see this song being in the strip club for sure? Probably. Probably one mm. of them older strip clubs, though. You know? It's going to be at uh, Magic City. <laughs> when the, when the yeah, veteran comes out, when Pinky comes out for her yeah. guest spot. She yeah. might come out to this Beyonce song. I don't know. I, I ain't gonna lie. Oh I can God. I can see that song Church Girl being in the strip club. I can see somebody yeah. dancing to that. I thought that song. I love Church Girl. I actually thought that song was kind of creative because I'm thinking this is about to be a church vibe to it, mm-hmm. and it's just going a whole different direction. And she pretty much said, "Hey, you know, church girls could get freaky and have fun too." I respect it. <laughs> yeah. Those are freakiest ones. Y'all ain't heard? Pastors, Literally. kids. Yeah. And church girls. And the, yeah, they all, they the freakiest ones. The teachers, so. doctors, RNs. Yeah. yeah they, don't talk they, about they, teachers because teachers like to have sex with underage kids. Now, that's just no, they don't like. <laughs> I mean, well, a lot of them. Some yeah, of them I don't got to say a yeah. lot of them do. You some don't remember? Do. What's her name? Uh, what's, what's, what, what's the woman's name that had the, the kid with the 13 year old back in the day? Laterno, I don't even remember. I don't remember that. That, that, that definitely that, happened. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying it's not widespread. Yeah, okay. No, I, I, I think it's more possible now, because look, man, like I'm, I, I wasn't looking at kids at all. I, you know, I, I have an age limit, but when I worked in the high school, those kids was pretty damn developed. Where I'm like, why okay. the fuck is they wearing? Like, I'm like, why the fuck is this girl wearing this shit? <laughs> And they fucking 15 Mary- years old. So I can see. Her name is Mary. Mary Kay Letourneau is the oh, one. That Mary had Kay Letourneau. She just, she died two years ago. Sorry. Sorry, Figgy. She died Damn. two years ago. I didn't even know that. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. See, he, Taylor, Taylor just said it. Mary Kay Letourneau. She had the, the, the first kid with him, with the, the boy when he was in sixth grade. And then turned around when he turned 18. They got married and had another kid. Damn. At least she waited till he was 18. 
They were married in 2005. Wow. Oh, she went. They were married in 2005, and the marriage lasted 14 years before their separation in 2019. Now, I'm almost certain that story was received way more positively than it would have been if it was a man in a position. Yeah, did no, she go? To, did she go? Whole movie about it. Did she go to jail? But I'm or sure she was seen as like a victim. I like whenever this happens to men, it's never seen the same way as when women do it. Yeah, like it's, it's never seen it's the so same she, way when it's an older guy and a younger high school woman. That's that's the whole sexual thing. Period, man. Like yeah. every inch of it. Because so side side note, um, my job we had an event a couple nights ago. And it's a lady on the staff that I, you know, I I ain't gonna blow her business up, but she liked the drink. <laughs> she liked the drink, and then she get real huggy and kissy with everybody, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. uh, she she kind of older. So um, I think a lot of people feel a little uncomfortable, <laughs> to say the least, because every time she sees, she said, "Hey, baby," and just hug you. She'll kiss you on the mm-hmm. cheek, and she'll keep doing it. Where it's like, man, I feel uncomfortable. And um, we can't we can't really say anything because you're gonna look like a damn pussy if you try to say something. So the only thing we could do is just either laugh at it or just say, "Man, this is terrible." We can't say anything. And I mentioned how a, if a guy was doing that, he will be in jail right now if he was sitting there just hugging every woman whenever he get drunk and kissing them on the cheek. That's just a hell no. But this lady is still going, man. <laughs> we can't do nothing about it. It would depend if it was a, an attractive guy. I'll say that much. Okay. <laughs> it would be different if it was like some guy that a lot of women thought were handsome doing his touchy feely stuff. Cause I've seen that happen too. <laughs> <laughs> Tab, no. We done called the person. No, no, it is not. It's not her. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not anybody <laughs> on there. <laughs> Yeah, there's nobody from the radio station. But, oh, Lord, uh, you done brought somebody up from the radio station. You're going to get yourself yeah. fired. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. HR. Uh, yeah, it would definitely no be HR. different if yeah. it was a man. It's always going to be different if a man does certain things, you know. But double yeah. standards are all. jail? How she long she jail go to jail for? I think, it's, I think it says six months. Which is not oh, a lot of time, okay. obviously. It's like a little vacation. But R. Kelly yeah. got 30 years. <laughs> yeah. He needs to. He had a sex cult. Yeah, but he made 12 play. Okay. He made TP2.com. <laughs> about little right? kids. About little kids. Little girls. By the way, he wasn't on your Mount Rushmore uh, artist, <laughs> R&B artist. I felt like he should have yeah. been... Probably three. And he ain't gonna be. He ain't gonna be. <laughs> You're damn so, child rapist in a sex cult. What? What if? Whatever so you would you? Let's say you went on a date with a guy, and he was playing his. I he, he had the 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 uh, iPhone on shuffle, and an R. Kelly song came up. We would are you? not having no sex. <laughs> Matter of fact, take me home right now. It's what? Disgusting. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm not even saying like he selectively picked the song. It just came up during the shuffle. And his he playlist. shouldn't even have it in on his really, playlist. Jay- it should be deleted. <laughs> what? You couldn't even talk care. to a guy who occasionally no. listens to R. Kelly. Why? <laughs> because R. Kelly is a rapist. What if it wasn't a rapey song though? What if it was I like one care. of the church we songs do. he made? I believe I can fly. Come on, you play. What if, right. Yeah, I believe, yeah. I, I, believe I can I fly. Wish, I wish. No. I wish so, it's a great song. Come on now. I wish Very it's the worst song he ever what, made. That song what? is horrible. <laughs> 
I hate that fucking what? song. I, I hate that song. I hate the I believe I can fly. I hate both what? of them damn songs. Jay Bell, you just need more positivity in your life, I feel. I feel like you just need no. to you do. Before before all this stuff, now don't get me wrong. R. Kelly's self-title was my shit. I love that album mm-hmm. before all this other shit came out. But I can't listen, I can't listen to his music anymore knowing that most of that music was about little girls. And after watching Surviving R. Kelly, both parts <laughs> and the reckoning, no, that man deserves to be burned. Put him under the goddamn jail. He gonna so die you, in mean, prison. Look, to, but to be fair, Michael Jackson had a similar documentary come out on him on HBO, and, and they found you out put him that number all... one, you put him no. number one all time. <laughs> your performance, oh, okay? And hold on, before you before you try to call me out and talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> It later came out that all of those allegations that Wade Robeson made and the other guy was false. They didn't prove that they were all false. They just didn't have any proof to prove it happened. They said no. They one proved of the, one that of the they claims, were all false. They didn't say oh, all false. You can't prove. If somebody says Michael Jackson had sex with me here, they can't say it's proven false. There was only one case I think people knew was false because one of the guys said that um, – Michael Jackson did something to him in a part of his uh, park that wasn't even around at that time when he was talking about. They caught him up in that. But look, at the end, at the end of the day, they're but all But also, Michael Jackson didn't get caught on tape pissing on a little girl. That's fair. Yeah. I, I okay, think Michael did. Jackson's innocent. I'm just saying, if we're talking about allegations here, But then, they proved the allegations are right for R. Kelly. They had all exact- of them. I'm, the, I think, I, like, I'm not saying R. I Kelly think, ain't guilty. I think he's guilty. I think R. Kelly is guilty. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't have it both but, ways, Ryan. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. That nigga is guilty. He I deserves so to burn too. under I, the jail. I, I, they yeah, got him. I, you know why they, they, you know why they went after him so hard? Because they couldn't get him the first time when he had that girl on tape pissing on her. Because he was too rich and powerful. Yeah. Exactly. Because he paid her off, paid her family yeah, off, I, which was Sparkle's niece. Yeah. Like, come on! They, I, if they could have got him the first time, they would have. Yeah. And I, I would have stopped listening to his music. I had I had been stopped listening to his music a long time ago. Matter of fact. Wait. So you're telling me when R. Kelly was still on the top of the world, doing trapped in the closet, doing duets with Lady Gaga, you had boycotted R. Kelly then. I had already stopped listening to his music. So were you disgusted whenever an R. Kelly song came on the radio and you said, "Why are you niggas listening to this rapist?" At that time. I didn't say that out loud. I just yeah. turned them off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, honestly. Yeah, I mean, look, I, 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 I'm of the mind that R. Kelly got what he deserved, but I still think he has great music, man. Okay, and, and, and the non-sexual music, I don't think there's a problem listening to it. He's not getting paid from that music. Okay, he don't get, he don't own his shit. He's like Khalees. All right, <laughs> he ain't getting no paychecks when you listening to his music. So. I just don't see the issue. If I wish comes on in the car, you shouldn't be disgusted and want to be taken home from a guy. My I deleted nice him man. from my my catalog. I don't listen to no <laughs> R. Kelly records, none. And you know what is so funny is that I am kind of mad about it because he has a lot of great records. He does. Like I don't deny him as a an, as a music artist. He's a genius. But at the end of the day, a lot of that music he made about little girls. I can't listen to it the same way. And when you think about it, 12 Play came out when we was fucking kids. We shouldn't have been listening to that shit anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's all another discussion, honestly. <laughs> the, only, the, only song, the only song that was even like 
remotely like rated G was the um Sadie. Don't you know we that song? I think it was about mm-hmm. his mom. Mm. That's the only record that was not really like a like a raunchy record on that twelve play. At least that's what I be, I remember. Yeah, but, but I don't think. I mean, if you look back, a lot of music we listened to, especially R and B, had those themes of you're more mature than what you look like. That groomer type she, shit. She I was sweat. listening to some. Yeah, I was listening to some song on a radio here, and like the R and B song that came on, it was old school night. I forgot who sang it, but. The lyrics were very much like you're you're uh you're you're older than what you look like. And it <laughs> seems like basically seems like you're ready type of shit. And it's yeah. like we didn't even think twice about this kind of music back in the day. You know, but looking we, back it's we like, didn't hear it about the like allegations. Some yeah. Shit. yeah. You yeah, may like, be you young, thinking about but those... you ready. <laughs> yeah, you you're not thinking about this stuff when you're younger because you're like you're just enjoying the music. It's a good music. Now, as a grown ass adult, you listen to the music differently and you're actually listening to the lyrics and you know where they come from. You're like, why the fuck was I listening to this at yeah. seven or eight years old? You know, yeah. you, you, that, you know, you're not comprehending what the hell they're talking there about. Are times Even like, when you were older and you comprehended, but you still didn't care. Like all, all of us were guilty of that ignorance, too. Like, okay. Yeah, like, I mean, I totally, yeah, totally. I, I, like, think, I think the number one song from R. Kelly to me was the feeling on your booty. That was oh, the yeah. song. Like, we all knew what that was about. And I was in seventh grade when that song came out. And once that song hit, that? I was in seventh grade. Seventh grade? I was. I'm, I'm a little young. I'm 33. But um, When did that song come out? That, that song came out. I, I thought that song came out in the 2000s. It was one of his more recent songs-ish. Yeah, it was like 2000, I want to say, one or two. It it was some, it was somewhere. I know I was in um, sixth, seventh grade. I was at a, I was in middle school. It came out in two thousand one. I was oh, a freshman. Yeah, two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was, uh, I yeah, was, I was too. I was in sixth grade. No, no, I was a sophomore. I was a sophomore. Because August seventh, yeah, I was. I was in sophomore high school. Yeah, I just remember that song coming on at the dance, and everybody was like, "Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit!" And um, they ended up cutting the song off because it was a little inappropriate. But it ain't stop us. Yep. They ain't yep. playing none of that music at my sixth grade <laughs> dance, but I was also in sixth grade in the late nineties. So they ain't, yeah. They yeah. ain't play no Jodeci. <laughs> or no, we ain't no, playing none of that. No H Town. <laughs> we got the salsa music. No, they ain't play we I went to a white middle school. Uh, uh that's <laughs> or ha- like it was a it was a big majority of black folks in there from the projects, but still like they weren't playing they that. They ain't playing no knocking the boots. <laughs> No, we was t- eleven and twelve. Oh, nasty asses! They probably was knocking boots back then, but I was not listening to that. Not at school, maybe at home, in the privacy of my home. Yeah, yeah, A lot of things were different. Back yeah. Then. Side note: Speaking of yeah. that song, "Knocking the Boots," I was at the rodeo where you know they actually performed. They performed that song, and they performed yeah, it. Another to- member? Huh? They got a new member in the group. Um, I don't even. H Town. I don't even know to be honest. I don't think so. Cause the the lead the lead singer passed away in a car wreck uh, a long time ago. Oh really? Oh, okay, yeah. They but whoever it was performed it at the rodeo. But um, yeah. So it was an irritating ass kid in front of us, like just standing up, jumping to everything. He, he didn't even know the fucking music. 
It was so fucking irritating. His his dad was right there, wasn't doing shit. So I'm, I was fucking irritated. He kept jumping in my way. And that song came on, and that's when the dad got fucking uncomfortable. And that's when they <laughs> left. They finally left. It, it took that song. They played they played everything. That song came on. Everybody started getting a little sexual. Mm. Man, they they hit exit left, man. <laughs> I you thought that was kind of funny. Explain what knocking the boots, man. Yeah, but he. Like, was, I don't want to have a discussion tonight. Yeah, he was cool with swinging and banging, and he was mm-hmm. cool with Southside. He was cool with all that shit. Swinging and banging. Swing, uh, it was the uh, Eight Town All Stars show. Yeah, so it was where they n- had like oh. Bun B, uh, yeah. yes. Zero. Oh, everybody you. came out and Eight Town. Yeah, okay, came. yeah. So ESG got a song. They, yeah, ESG got so a. Oh, sorry. I, I keep cutting y'all up. So they're, they're actually from Houston. That's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah. So there's only two of them left. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they're actually from okay. Houston. Yeah, so... Yeah, um, they were con- coincidentally just named H-Town. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can come up with the craziest names for groups. How was I no, supposed to know that when I was no, a kid? I did not they, know they, that. They're, I never they're actually from up. Holland. <laughs> from Holland? Oh no, he joking. Oh, shut up. Yeah, no, to, yeah, to, to be honest, man, people be having some weird ass names now, and they don't even be like, what was the uh, Bryson Tiller had the one song, and he had the chopped and screwed in it, and it was saying H Town in it, and um, somebody asked me, is he from Houston? I'm like, no, he's not from Houston. I don't know why. Why in the song it just say H Town? We run on H Town. I, I was, I was told. Maybe he sampled. He sampled because I feel like I've heard that the H Town. Yeah, it, uh, no, around. I think it is. No, think that was that from uh, Don't. Yeah, H Town got a nigga. Yeah, he was singing that shit. Yeah, and yeah, he's oh, not yeah. from Houston. Yeah, so right, yeah, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that kind of threw everybody off. Or not, I, I don't want to say everybody, but somebody asked me, "Was he from Houston?" And I'm like, "No, he's not. I don't well, know. I, I have no idea why that's in the song, but." <laughs> Yeah. I never paid attention to that part. I never realized it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Classic yeah. song, classic song. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um. So yeah, just different time for R and B back then. We need to bring those uh kind of records back. Different I guess. Of... Well, um, you need to have actual singers because people can't sing. Everybody yeah, wants to be mainstream. Y'all women don't go to church no more. That's y'all problem. <laughs> y'all want to be heathens out here in the club. Yeah, exactly. All the great female singers are gone. Beyonce, the last one left because she went to church like a good girl. All y'all want to be turning up in the club. Y'all men don't go to church either. Shut that shit down. All y'all ratchet and no more either. I'll admit that. Men R&B is in the gutter too because they want to be fucking rappers. I'll yep. admit that I can't, much. I didn't go to church and I can never sing no way so it don't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like church. I don't like going to church. It's an organized religion. I got a relationship with God outside of it, and that's all I need. I don't that is time the position to... of ninety nine percent of women out there as well. So, no, not alone. <laughs> I have a personal relationship with. God. I know when I hear that, I'm like, okay. No, how about no, how about I'm actually excited because I don't how, have to go to how, church when they say that. I'm like, no, yeah. How about people that say, you know, I'm I'm super religious. Like they they throw it in their bio, they be like, you know, I'm good, you know, I like to do this, I like to go out to eat. Um, I'm super religious. It's just like, damn, you just threw that out of nowhere. <laughs> like that just came out of nowhere, and they don't be uh, going I'm to church. I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. That's what they say. That's, that's, that's what. That's what it is. Yes, that that's what it is. Too. Yeah. Yes, I'm very. Spiritual. I'm spiritual. I'm not religious, and I've I used to go to church. 
I had a really good pastor when I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina. I loved that pastor. I have not been able to find another one that I could connect with ever since. So therefore, I don't bother. Like I'll I'll go online sometimes on YouTube and like listen to like Stephen Flurick or like um Sarah Jake Roberts. Listen to some mm. of their sermons sometimes if it hits. Shout out to my pastor, but, Pastor Keon Henderson. I've heard of him too. I, yep. He just got married to what's her name, Shawnee O'Neal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but overall, like I I feel like when you go to church, the pastor can interpret it, interpret the Bible the way he wants to. And to change the message and how he wants you to hear it versus you learning it your own way. That's how I see it. And that's why I don't bother going to church. So and you have to connect with the, the pastor itself. I just don't connect that easily with people. Yeah. So what's what do when when women say, you know, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Like what what is the definition of spiritual? What do what do that mean when y'all say that? I don't want to go to hell. So I admit I believe no, in God, no. but I don't do the things that are supposed to get you into heaven. <laughs> like I have sex before stop, marriage. Stop telling people secrets. <laughs> <laughs> like I always. No, I, for real. For you had in your bed. I, I get it. I always hear that, but I never understood what it meant because it's not like they sitting at home on their own reading the Bible or they praying and stuff like that. They just say, "Hey, you know, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual." But that be, I have certain like <laughs> I have certain passages that but see but this is the thing. It I mean I don't want to go to hell, obviously. <laughs> no, I don't. But I do a lot of things that probably will send me there. That's okay. There's a lot of people that are going with me, including you two on this fucking podcast for talking <laughs> hey, to me, about me like this. Um, but no, uh I am spiritual and I have certain passages that help me through certain times that I will read in my Bible. My Bible is by my bed in my nightstand for a reason. Um, my cousin gave that to me and I hold on to that, you know? Um, but like I said, I, and I have ADD. I'm not playing about that. My attention span is like this. The fact that y'all got me on this podcast for almost three hours says a lot. <laughs> you love us. Okay? That's why. Cause like, yeah, because Spirit I would have been like an hour in <laughs> an hour in, I would be like, I gotta go. Like I got things to do. Um, <laughs> but for me, I just, I don't feel the need or see, see the need to sit in church for an hour and a half for you to interpret something that I can literally go look up myself and still learn that and put that in my mind myself. Sometimes, you know, like when you, you're trying to connect with God, you sometimes you don't need a third party to do that. And that's how I feel. I don't feel like I need a third party to do that. Like as long as I have my relationship with God by myself and plus my parents, they never forced me to go to church. Like my parents are not religious nor spiritual. This is my own relationship mm. for me. You know, so that that's what works for me. And until I can find another pastor that makes me connect to him the way that my pastor did in Charlotte, I'm not going to waste my time going into a church. Yeah. And with COVID, I definitely ain't stepping into no goddamn church. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> people don't like people like to be in your damn space. They don't know how to do. <laughs> I can touch you. you come to uh, come to Houston and go to Joel Osteen. OK, you got a big, nice, spacious arena. You see a basketball <laughs> arena here, and you can you can chill out. Maybe Kanye I, will come through yeah, too. I, Kim Kardashian. I went to his church one time. I, I'm not going to his church. Yeah, I don't believe Dang. in Joe Osteen. I'll go to TV Jakes before I go to him. Yeah, I I went to his church one time, and it's look, it's not bad, 
But to me, like, I like the black churches. I feel like the black churches be keeping it real sometimes. He He's a little too polished. It's just like, oh, yeah, just keep keep staying motivated, and you'll get your blessing. Keep doing this and keep doing that. Like sometimes I need to. Sometimes I need to hear. Sometimes I need to hear the truth. Like you need to go to a Southern Baptist white preacher. They is just like like my pastor. My pastor be like, yeah, I know some of y'all in here always judging everybody. Y'all need to mind y'all business. I need to. Sometimes I need to hear some of that. I want to hear. Sometimes I can't. I can't get off on too much motivation. Sometimes I need to hear the truth. But, um, That's another thing for me though. Like black churches like to stay in church for like two hours. You got me for thirty minutes. <laughs> thirty, if that. You yeah. can't get the message across in thirty minutes. Then I, I gotta go. I'm yeah. not spending my whole afternoon in this damn church or my whole morning. <laughs> I want to go back to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. And that's the good thing about church on YouTube. You can go watch it anytime. Bet, oh, yeah. Yes, I Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, YouTube Church yep. was a YouTube Baptist University Church. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they donate from PayPal or something. I don't know. Do the yeah, tithe? Just, do the internet just, tithe? Do they still do the tithe on YouTube Church? I ain't. I'm not giving nobody no tithe <laughs> because I want to see what you're doing with my money. Are you building YouTube a new church? I need to like see. and subscribe. <laughs> y'all see that story about the brooklyn pe- preacher that got robbed in the middle of the the sermon yeah and i think i had a lot of jewelry on that was hilarious yeah i and thought then, I and thought... they showed a video of all his house his royce mm-hmm. royce his cars and stuff i said this is why i don't give money to pastors for ties they not they're not rebuilding the church with this money they spending mm-hmm. it on themselves yeah no, the they should po- be broke the, just like us the part that was troubling with the man who got robbed was he uploaded another video shortly after that with more jewelry on, like kind of stunting, and he was like in the Ferrari or some shit. It's just like that's the video right. I'm talking about. Yeah, so yeah, just this like, one, he's showing off the cars and his house and stuff like that. That's why I was yeah. like, I that's why I don't give, I don't tithe. <laughs> what are you doing with my money? I need to see receipts. Yeah, I don't care. Because they say they're going to do one thing. It's like, oh, this is for Jesus. Jesus is going to bless you with these tithes right here. Where is my damn blessing then? Because I done tied before and I still ain't seen some of these blessings. <laughs> hey, sometimes yeah, but I you see don't you with a new watch on. in front of your face. Hmm. Maybe that guy what, you turned money? down at the Target was your, <laughs> was your blessing. <laughs> you just didn't see it because he was 50. <laughs> You're right. I'm not dating somebody that's almost 50 years old. Or he was bald. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that yep. too. <laughs> no, ain't nothing wrong with bald men. But my brother's know. in his fifties. I'm not dating nobody that's fifty. Nah, that's no. ageism. That's ageism. Straight up ageism. So what? Mm-hmm. So what? So what? <laughs> what if you were talking to a cute twenty year old? He just said, "Sorry, I ain't talking to no woman who's thirty seven. You that's would be fine. sad. Would you? No, no, come on. You you'd be like first that's fucked. Jay, first girl, of all, I would now. never talk. Hold on. First of all, I would never talk to a twenty-year-old because he can't rent no car. He can't even buy alcohol yet. Okay, I'm not talking literally twenty years old. I'm talking in his mid one twenty. No, you no. What figure? What did he say? What if you were talking to a twenty-year-old? Okay, isn't that what he said? I take it he back. Semantics, motherfucker. <laughs> Let's say he's twenty-four years old, <laughs> and you're talking to him. You don't know he's twenty-four. You think he's cute. He asked you how old you are. You say 34 and you said, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. I can't date nobody 10 years older than me. Okay. You wouldn't be hurt by that. You wouldn't be like, that's kind of fucked up. 
No. First of all, <laughs> most guys or most people don't even think that I, I am as old as I am. Now, here we go. <laughs> no, I'm Ryan. You about to? I'm about to curse I, you out for all these people. <laughs> what if a, you're dating a guy, talking to a guy who you don't know? He don't look fifty, but you ask he you ask him how old he is. He says he's fifty. You would still judge him as a fifty year old. You'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't yes. date no fifty year old man. But he don't look fifty, so what's the problem? The reason why I wouldn't date someone that is fifty is because my brother is over fifty. What is that? So it'd be like, mean? look. Cause he he I would look at him as my brother. <laughs> what? My sister is two years older than me. She is thirty-seven years old. So if I date a thirty-seven-year-old woman, that's like me dating my sister. That's you. That's <laughs> how I feel. <laughs> to me, that's old and that's nasty. I feel like what? me as a thirty-seven-year. If okay, so if a twenty-four-year-old guy hit hit on me, or if I hit on him, first of all, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hit on nobody that young. Uh, I would look at them. The the, the hypothetical situation is you don't know he's 24 yet. You just think he's cute. Okay. And Kate, okay. And so if he rejected me, I would be okay with that. I'm going to tell you why, because Mm. I've been rejected a lot. It comes with the territory. I don't even try to date younger guys. My ex, my last boyfriend was younger than me. Not by much, but he was younger than me. And that's because he approached me. Not the other way around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I would never, ever do that. If he told me he was 24, if I was talking to him and he said, oh, I'm 24, I would have been like, oh, baby, you're too young for me anyway. What? Yes, I would. Even if he wanted to date you, you'd be like, I can't date you. You're 24 years old. Yeah. What if he was super sexy and had everything? Tupac in a business suit. Tupac in a business suit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care. He, he was ghost from power, but he was just 24. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. Wow. He's nice to look at. He's eye candy. So age, age no. is just everything to Age you. ain't nothing but the number, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter what, even though he's uh, uh, not a minor, he you would still not date him because of his age. No, I wouldn't. And more wow. than likely, he might present himself as being mature, but then getting to See, know him more, these, he's probably well, these, not. These are things you're imagining now, okay? <laughs> you you just came up with a whole damn scenario. I'm just asking of, if, if you I would give be- this guy a no. chance. I'm not saying would you marry him? And you said no, no because he might be, okay. I don't know, a serial killer. Like, what the fuck? I'm that. just asking if you would date him. Ryan, I said more than likely not. And I said in the beginning, he may present himself as being mature, but as you go on to date him, he may not be. So you so would why not waste date my time? because of what might happen? No, uh, I wouldn't date him because he's 24. Okay, and because his confused. mental state. I'm just confused, okay? To me, <laughs> to me, because I, I was that age at one point, and at one mm-hmm. time, and so have you, most of the time, us of that age, we're not mentally prepared to date somebody way older. Now, I I kind of understand. I, I, I'm kind of on your side, J-Bell, because if I was on the market. Oh, for the first time tonight. Oh, no, no, I was, was, was kind of in between. But me, I would not. I got I would have a limit on the, the youngness. Like, I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't. Like, I don't care how you look. I wouldn't talk to. Nobody, I wouldn't take nobody serious that was 21. 
Like to me, exactly. Yeah, I mean, unless you find me a super mature twenty-one year old, <laughs> but they're not out there. Yeah, but like I would to me, I I got you know the older I get, the 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 more I kind of cap off my 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 limit. So I I wouldn't date nobody that was like twenty-one or some shit. But th- to me, the old like o- the older you are, like if you look good, like I don't care how old you are. Like, if you look good, we got a lot in common. Like, that ain't about to stop. I mean, you being 52 years old ain't about to stop me. So let me ask Figgy this question then, okay? Figgy's, <laughs> what, 33 years old? I'm 33. And Jay Bell says she can't date a 50-year-old man. Let's say you weren't – let's imagine you weren't married, Figgy, first and foremost. And let's say somebody like a Taraji P. Henson or somebody, some some older, older lady, but she's still fine as hell. Yeah. She's either 50 or almost 50. And she wanted to go on a date. Would you say no because you're too old? I would. No, I wouldn't. I I think, okay. she, like, like I said, I think she look. Now, if you look old as shit, and this is like, nah, we ain't really got that much in common. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, she look old. Because, I mean, let's be real. Don't nobody want somebody that she look, look old. old. Yeah, don't the, 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 don't the point is other factors old. matter than you other than just the age. Yeah, it's not, the age don't bother exactly. me. The only time the the only time the age bothered me is when you too young. So mm-hmm. like 22, 23, I'm past that in my stage. I'm a little older now. I'm not trying to kick it. I'm not trying to do what a 23-year-old do. If it, like I'm not trying to sit here and listen oh, to NBA oh, young boy. Minute. But wait a minute. So it's okay for Figgy to feel that way, but Janelle, Janelle can't feel that way? No. I, I don't want to date my, nobody that's 24-year-old. My issue is not so but, much that you wouldn't date a 24-year-old. It's more that you wouldn't date a 50-year-old. Damn right. But see, and but, but, the fact that the buck stopped there, like, but, but see, the 50, is but the 50, presenting other things, but, but see, the 50 year old might have the same stuff in, that you have in common now more than the mm-hmm. 20, 24 year old because y'all kind you know, y'all both grown. I'm sure y'all both got cribs, y'all both work, y'all both kind of on the same level a little bit. It's just the, just the age gap. But a 24 year old probably still stay with his mama. He probably don't even know what type of liquor he like. He probably just drinking anything. He probably not established. So that's the reason why I could do a, a I could deal with a twenty four year old. A fifty year old could be in the same place. It, a fifty year old could be living with his mama. Likely, it, yeah. it, it could. It could. No, be. it is likely. You, it's likely. Yeah, I mean, it's a case for everything. It's a it's a case for everything. But I feel like you can't just because somebody. And I hate to say it like this because of the fact that I just said I would never date a 50 year old. But just because somebody's a certain age does not mean that they are not established. It does not mean that they have all these great things going in their life. They could be like literally broke, living in their mama's basement, not doing shit with their life. They don't know yeah, what I, they want to do with their life. Yeah. They could be out here as community dick. Yeah, I think it's community a ping. I, th- I, I mean, it, I think it's a case for everything. But exactly. Like if, like I said, if I was out here, I would pick up probably somebody that was forty years old. I would give somebody a, uh, I, I would give a forty year old a chance more than like a twenty one year old. Forty year old a chance. For, that, okay. what, so what's the old? What's the oldest? <laughs> what's the oldest? She uh, would go to forty nine because that's less. <laughs> anything by fifty is 50, like her. Fifty? Brother, so Ooh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm forty nine. Oh, okay, you that's cool. Forty nine and a half. No, first of all, actually, my limit is forty four. Thank you. Why? Over 45. See, that's so ar- my my issue is that that's so arbitrary, J Bell. Why forty four? 
Why, <laughs> why is I that just, the feeling? Why can I have my own preference? <laughs> you, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I just so, okay, then why. that's the so, that's the end of the conversation. So, I don't have I, I don't have to have a why. So, so why, I don't. What, the, I don't have to have a what's, why. That's what's, just my preference. What's the difference in forty? Somebody that's forty-five and forty-four. Like is that? Ain't no damn difference. I just don't want to date nobody that's over the age of forty-four. <laughs> At the okay. end of the day. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Let's say you have two options here. You got a forty-seven-year-old man with his own business, successful, handsome, got his cars, good-looking, has a house, and then you have a thirty-eight-year-old who works a part-time job, has a little shitty apartment or something, don't have his life together really. And they both approach you at the same week. Which one are you going out with? How old was the first one? The first one was 30. I think it said 39. He's 39 years old. Okay, no. we'll go 39 years old. The first no, the, well, the first guy was 47. Let's say 47 for the first guy. Oh, no, that's not what together. you said. I think you said something with a nine. 49. Didn't you say 39? You said 39. I, I'm forgetting what no, I the, fucking the, said, okay? The, the point the, the, is. The nigga that ain't got his life together <laughs> guy, is 39. The, the guy who, Yes, the guy who ain't got his shit together really is 39. The guy who does is 47. They both approach you. They want to go on a date the same week. Which one are you going out with? I'm going out with the 47-year-old. Yeah, yeah, see, then I guess it ain't that crucial. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. I said I'd go out with him. I ain't say I was going to be with him. Yeah. I Look, go on one day, need, then I'll be done. The, that's, that's the end. That's the interview. And then I go back and find me a forty-four, forty-four-year-old. See, because that's what I prefer. The forty-seven. Ryan. See, all he needs in that's the interview. Like you go out one yeah. time, that's the interview. If he can't impress you during that time, he he wasn't it. Mm-hmm. Most men don't impress me all these days. Y'all get on my <laughs> nerves. Look, we we might have we, some good forty-five and up listeners of the podcast in Albuquerque. Okay. And you just I'm shut them all out. In letting you know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. I do know. Yeah, I do yeah. Know. Have you I wish you stopped telling me. I wish you stopped telling me what I do and do not know and what because, I do and do not want. Be, no, no, you are not in my body. You are not in my mind. Okay. I know what I want and I done told you. And you keep trying to change my mind. You keep I'm trying not, to bully me. Look, I'm not bullying. You keep trying to bully me. I'm trying Ryan, to Ryan, widen Ryan. your horizons and open your perspective, J Bell. I'm trying to help you, honestly. Right. I'm Ryan, trying you to have guide such a serious you. voice. You have such a serious <laughs> teacher voice. I'm trying to guide you. I'm I trying am. to make you think bigger. I, I'm trying to expand think your bigger. horizons, okay? We we all Listen, listen, that. listen. I'm okay with where I'm at. I right. went through a bad situation and the guy made me feel like complete shit. And so right now, dating is not on my brain. I don't care how old the guy is. The answer's no right now for me. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the mentality. I'm not going to say I don't have the mentality. I don't have the mental state. I don't have the energy at all. So right now, for me, men get on my nerves. (laughs) You you can't say that you want someone that's driven. You want someone that has their own life. You want someone that has this and that and third, but then turn around, and you know they have a career and they have these things going on, but then turn around and say you want to feel like you're needed. (laughs) How How do I not make you feel needed or wanted? If I'm trying to be there for you and you shut me out. I don't know what this is referring to now, but. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's how some men are with me. I mean, look, we all my my thing about that is this. You can't take the baggage from your previous relationship into the next one. That's how that's I've why I'm always taking a break. felt. 
That's all I've that, always felt. I yeah. feel like you got to treat every guy like a new guy. You can't take your past experiences because I've done that too. We've all been there, you know. We've been done d- dirty by girls, so all women are bitches, and we just want to fucking leave. It's a vicious cycle. People, we all got to get over that type of shit, you know. But mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. I'm just talking hypothetically. We like to have fun with these hypothetical questions about dating on the podcast. So yeah, clearly, we're just fucking clearly, with you. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> look, clearly, the hypothetical questions. Clearly, we don't be having women on like that. So we gotta. Obviously not. Yeah, we got, oh, wow, obviously. I think we are very respectful. I mean, you got some podcasts that are very respectful towards women out there, okay? Oh, yeah. I feel like oh, yeah. we are very respectful to women. We just like calling y'all out sometimes, too. But it's all <laughs> but in good You think you're calling somebody out. You yeah, think you're calling somebody out. I know I am, out. but it's okay. It's all right. It's all right, J-Bell. You're going to be okay. We're we going to work things out. Whatever. Okay? Whatever. <laughs> Holly, I, I do open up my heart and mind. I don't, I don't. I'm just not in the play. I'm just not in the Oh, wait a minute. A high earth worshiper says a 50 See, plus would be perfect. No drama or clinginess. Hmm. Ooh, wait a minute. Y'all be having these theories about men over 50, and they're just as immature as men in their in their 30s and 40s and 20s. It's all about the state of mind that this person is in. Just because they're a certain age does not mean that all of a sudden they are they don't have no drama around them or no 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 bullshit. A lot of these 50-year-old, 50 plus men be thinking they still young and want to go out here and mess with every young thing naive girl whatever because <laughs> they think they can get over on the girl so, or the woman so you should because of how old she so, is so you shouldn't have an age requirement then mm-hmm. the hell i do <laughs> they ain't changing no, I, I agree just your your age doesn't mean you're mature okay for example some women are 40 year old 40 year old with three kids and still want to make songs about dick so oh, here we go. it don't oh, always yeah. just my time a is up. Age, my time is up mean. now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I'm not going back into this. <laughs> now I think it's about time to wrap this one. Though we've been going yeah. at it for a while, man. So yeah, uh, let's say bye to the streamers. Yes, yes. Appreciate y'all. Y'all take care. Agree. <laughs> Dang, uh, pre- Holly. Holly was sick of us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's say bye to the streamers, and then we gonna end it on a yeah, good tab, note. Yeah, tab, S- Stick y'all around, J Bell. Love y'all, man. Yeah. All right, let's queue up our favorite. Anita. Yeah. Here we go. Ah. Yeah. Finally, some real R and B. Okay, I have to <laughs> cleanse my palate after that damn Beyonce album. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just fucking around. No, we appreciate it. It was a fun podcast, though. It was good to have Jay Bell back on, talk about the new Beyonce album and other things. Um, and talk about relationships, all, all the stuff we ain't talked about in a minute. We've got to revisit. So appreciate yeah. Jay Bell joining we- us. You can find her online. You're Jay Bell on air, correct? Yes. I thought the but I thought the broadcast ended. Is it still recording? Yeah, yeah we're still recording. recording. This is for the audio. Part. Yeah. So what we oh, got? Okay. So what we gotta do because we broadcast on YouTube too. If we play any music, it's gonna kick us off and ban the video. Oh. But yeah. we still oh, yeah. we, we keep this the for the intro and outro has to be done off camera. Yeah. So we. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah. So what we do? We we keep our audio listeners entertained with the music and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. 
okay, okay. Got the little quiet storm thing going on at the end of the yes. podcast so <laughs> yeah appreciate you joining us j-bell plug everything you got going girl make sure y'all yeah. follow her on youtube twitter instagram one of TikTok. the best media TikTok personalities now. yeah I've, I've been tiktoking <laughs> yeah I i've been tiktoking i was so, i was tiktoking when it was musically <laughs> and then was on it. i was on it so um, plug your shit TikTok, plug your shit my TikTok is at Janelle Bell. My Instagram, I have two Instagrams. I have a radio one and my personal one. Uh, my personal one is at Janelle Bell. My show one is at the J Bell, the J Bell show. And that's Bell with an E. Um, and then my YouTube is J Bell's TV. Um, and my Twitter is at J Bell on air. I think I got all of them. Oh, my Facebook is the J Bell show too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Make sure you check her stuff out. Um, Listen yeah, to her on content. the radio too, man. Yeah, if you're in yeah. Albuquerque or on streaming, yeah. yeah. She be, she be oh, down, 933 man. to Q. Yeah, 933 to Q. Uh, the app, you can download it in the App Store or Google Play Store. Um, yeah, and I'm on 2 to 6 Mountain Time. So yeah, that's 3 to 7 Houston time? Yes. Three to seven Houston time. Boy, it's yes. what only almost one o'clock over there now. Damn. <laughs> no, it's eleven here. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Really. Uh, so, only yeah. an hour ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, don't get mad at me because you got the time wrong. <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't want to hear it no more. I was trying to be nice when we kicked <laughs> you off. <but> now I'm <laughs> <didn't plan. laughs> That's nah, me. We had a good time. I always have, I like having Jay Bell on. Always a great guest to chop yeah. it up with. So she make will sure be back on soon. I promise. It yeah, won't be a definitely. year or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be another five years before I come back, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. Nah, but we, I mean, we, I mean, you have to pay to have me on, okay? Uh oh. I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm just be joking. one of them guests. All right. She's like, I have a morning right. show now. Don't, don't be sampling my voice without my permission, okay? You need to call <laughs> me first make and a ask post me. I know. We right. shot you out on the Instagram the radio post. station first. <laughs> so you got you got to clear it with J Bell Media first. Thank yeah, you. Y'all. You don't own it. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I own it. I own all of it. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank y'all all for for kicking it with us. Uh, make sure you, of course, check out Figgy Fig Ten to Two Sports Radio Six Ten Training Camp kicked off this week. We yeah. didn't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Figgy, we talk real about quick. That what do you think about training camp, man? Anything? Oh. Anything stand out? Um, it's just good to have the fans back because the past two years there was no fans there, so yeah. it, it felt good. To, you hear the music playing and all that stuff, so it really felt good to you know kind of be back in the uh, be back on the field, and uh, it's a good vibe, man. I know the past two years wasn't good, so now it's a good vibe, man. Got all the negative energy out of there, so. I agree. Kind of looking forward to this season, man. I'm kind of quietly getting hyped in the way. So, yeah. yeah. Make sure y'all keep it locked in at Sports Radio 610 for all that breakdown and shit. And until next time, peace. peace.